0: We'll do the intro, here we go, here we go, ladies and gentlemen, here is John's intro.
1: Good evening ladies and gentlemen, welcome
0: Ah, to the NerdCube
1: Podcast. Get Uh, into it, come on. Get this going. Let's get this party
0: started. No, no. Okay, what? Fine. A sauto balloon comes down. <laughs> just bounces off my face and just carries it on. It doesn't its even way.
2: bounce. It just lightly
0: brushes it and falls down. Welcome, <laughs> okay. welcome to a gaming <coughs> podcast. That's that's what this
1: has been. That's this is a gaming is. podcast. Yep, yeah, that's Let's what we talk do. About gaming news. Gaming um, news.
0: There was a big Animal Crossing thing today. Should oh. we talk about that? No. Well, first, can no. you explain okay. to me? Okay,
1: f- at the bare minimum, can you explain to me what the appeal of Animal Crossing is? Having watched an entire playthrough of someone else playing New Leaf, I don't get this
0: franchise. Okay, the fact that you believe that there's such thing as an entire playthrough kind of proves. Okay, that you don't someone know got about.
1: to the point where they felt like they'd done enough that they wanted to do. But like,
0: if that I wanted to comes. spend an
1: hour a day weeding, I'd just go out and get a second
0: job. Then it's I'd not be paid. Like, You're gonna get. Every day you only get two weeds appear in your uh, in your village in your little town it's, basically, it's like a little a little garden of happiness where you get to plonk some things down in your garden of happiness and make everything look just how you want it. and it takes place over real time so if you want to grow a thing it'll take you'll have to grow across a few days. And, it, uh, it, and when you turn it on, it's the time of the thing. So you have special events like a fishing tournament only held between like certain hours on a Saturday. So if you don't play between those certain hours on a Saturday, you miss the fishing tournament. So it's like a little it's like a little garden that's always ticking along without you. Uh, if you if you're not there or take along with you, if you are there, so it's like a little little side universe that you can go into and relax. Okay, sure. but, but, but but does but...
1: it not bother you that there's a real lack of like asset variety? There's not
2: enough stuff in it. There's oh not God, enough there's furniture so much or clothing. Stuff
0: in it. There's infinite. There's so many thousands of items. But
2: but okay, tell me though, why why not just make a garden like a real
0: garden? Yeah. Okay, because that's got like bugs and shit in it. I mean, so, so, so is Animal Crossing. Sheep, I've right? seen
1: that there's bugs in Animal Crossing. But they're
0: they're designed to be gathered and collected and you've got to try and catch them all and there's certain bugs that only come out in certain seasons. It, it, literally, to play through Animal Crossing and collect everything, you have to play for an entire year. Mm. At least. I mean, I tried this. I home.
1: tried just like going into my garden and catching a ladybird and I took it to a nearby museum and asked them if they wanted it and they just looked at me like I was mad. I, animal Crossing rides to me. got to
0: collect all the, the fossils. got to collect all the fossils every day and get all the fossils in the fossil jig. They just didn't want my catch ladybird. All the fish, they don't understand. Casual the bugs. Casual the every- It's basically just a game about gathering things up and putting them in places. Hmm. It's just a nice, calming, relaxing side game. Just a little 20 minutes a day kind of thing. And it's not like a time sink. It's actually something you can put into. So, so you're saying it's Farmville? No. This does sound like a casual free-to-play mobile game with wait timers. Well, wait timers are normally there because they can be bypassed with money. That's the point of a wait timer. It's to put a blockade between the, the, the fun and the player, which can be overcome with money. That's the point of wait time. But no, this is... It's it just things take time because that the, there's a day-night cycle. And the day-night cycle's actually built into the game. And it's an important aspect of how the game runs. Whereas in Farmville, there isn't, I believe, no day-night cycle. There's just you wait for a thing because if you didn't, they wouldn't be able to charge you money for it. It's nice. It's a little calm, little... Building. And it's not really, I mean, you could just literally boot it up two minutes, talk to all the villagers you want to keep around, swear vigorously and plant traps for the ones you don't, and then uh, have a nice fish, design okay. some clothes, go to visit a thing. It's nice. So what is exciting about the new one that the old ones didn't do? Well, there isn't a new one, it's an update for the three-year-old one. Yeah. They had the whole Nintendo Direct for an update that adds, like, Amiibo stuff to the new one.
2: Oh. Well, that, that sounds
0: exciting. Idea. Yeah. I mean the the original Animal Crossing, which uh, to some people is the best, had the greatest feature in the world, which was that what you were actually playing for was you could unlock full NES games and you could plug them into your little console at home and play full NES games. So it had uh, had a I can't remember actually what the list of NES games were. Is this is this the N sixty four version? I believe so. Yes. Uh... How how
1: do you take? Oh, is oh. it like you could as in and
0: it, it emulated NES games within the game. Uh yes. Right. You could actually play, and they were complete and absolutely full-on NES games. I could just get the NES game, though. Yeah. You could just get the NES games, but this was from the N64 era, where that was actually a bit difficult to do. That's mm-hmm. fair, that's fair, that's fair. Uh, this was in the early
1: days of Nintendo desperately trying to make handhelds and consoles cross-pollinate. The days of the Transfer
0: Pack and the Super Game Boy. Oh my god, there were so many games. There was Balloon Fight, Clue Clue Land, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr. Math, Bike, Golf, Pinball, and Tennis were the sort of basic ones. Uh, there's, like, separate... Well, there, were, there was Wario, Woods, and Baseball that could only come from Animal Island. There were five NES games that only could be attained through the use of secret codes, which came off a website, which was Soccer, Donkey Kong Jr., Donkey Kong 3, Clue Clue Land D, and Punch Out. Mario Bros and Ice Climber were through some cards that you could get. Super Mario Bros. and The Legend of Zelda. Uh, where the hell did that come from? Oh, that was like during some sort of new styled giveaway. Interesting. And, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all you had. But that's quite a lot of games to play for. Happy days when you could just call your game pinball or tennis because
1: there weren't any pinball <laughs> or tennis games. You just, you know what, let's just try a tennis game. We'll call it tennis. I wonder if
0: that'll catch on. Happy early days. I like Mario Tennis for the Game Boy. I have a game called Mario Tennis for the original Game Boy. And you don't play as Mario. You just play as two dudes and Mario's the umpire. <laughs> That's quite, that quite interesting for the Mario franchise. In all fairness,
1: Mario, every Mario Tennis game, even the ones in the N64 and the GameCube, you could very easily have a game without Mario present. He wasn't even the umpire. He just could be absent. No one invited him do- because no one likes him.
0: oh They made me like him. Goddamn the sympathetic vote.
1: You could just basically, if you want to, have like a singles game with Peach and Bowser because actually they really get on with each other. So they just decide to meet up for tennis occasionally. <laughs> and all the toads go on and cheer. Probably primarily for Peach, to be I, honest.
0: I do enjoy they just meet up and they're just like having an affair. Mass- like ob- very obvious to everybody except Mario. Yeah. And then then at like the end, like, Peach goes stories. over to her
1: phone after the tennis match and she's got like 18 missed calls from Mario. It says, okay, Bowser, you're going to have to pretend you kidnapped me. Otherwise, I'm not going to be able, <laughs> to, able, to, <laughs> to, be able to, to explain this otherwise. Can we just go back to your place?
2: Like, that's why she keeps getting kidnapped, though, just because she's, like, going over to it. It's like, shit, we need an
0: excuse. Kidnapped again. Yeah. Yeah. Put me yeah, in quickly. Yeah, well, either quickly. she's kidnapped frequently or Mario is super abusive boyfriend who constantly goes go kai with her kidnapper. Yeah. Who the fuck does that? Oh, we're going to go do the Olympics with your kidnapper. Who then, like, burns to a skeleton regularly as well. I think Mario's really fucked up. hmm I think, like, the least fucked up thing about Mario was that a 1980s film. No, Which, is we all a great know, film. is nightmarish. That was
1: such a great yeah. film. Ugh.
0: I think that's oh. the reason that Nintendo is very protective of their IP.
1: I really? love the, the terrible, t- bad CGI, kind of Jurassic Park early Velociraptor thing. <laughs> that was great. Rawr. Oh, I like that film. Good old Yoshi. And someone said, What do Goombas look like? How about giant, really wide guys with tiny lizard heads? Perfect.
0: That's exactly That's what 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 Goombas are like,
1: right? Well, normally they're traditionally like about two feet tall mushrooms, but sure, that's close enough. Let's go for 10 feet tall, extremely wide, tiny lizard headed creatures in trench coats instead. That's pretty
0: much there. Right, actually, I'm, I'm gonna segue onto a Mario game that I've actually been playing this week. Ooh! I've been playing the worst video game ever made, it's called Mario Party something, for the 3DS.
1: Mario oh, Party, they're up to, the to about 10 It's not or a so? number,
0: which is weird, it's like Mario Power, Star Power, I don't fucking know, Mario 3DS. Come on Google, give me my answer. Island Tour? No, I think it's Island Tour. Star Rush. There we go. Mario Party Star Rush. I've never played a game that actively hates me to the point of like, I'll just be literally every time the game's like, I'm going to fuck this guy over. It, it just does every time. Liter- literally every time. Well, you've clearly never played many Mario Kart
1: games, especially the early ones, because in that, the AI truly viscerally hated you.
0: Well, that's fine that it's AI, but this is like random dice rolls. Oh, it's not random. Things. No, it's
1: not random. <laughs> you can tell me in Mario Party it's as random as you like, but as you increase the difficulty of the
0: AI, they just happen to get lucky with those dice rolls. I really... It's like the whole game is... So this game is a—it's like a standard Mario Party game, but instead of going around like a path, you're on more of like a big, more open board. Mm-hmm. So it's more like a chessboard kind of thing that's got like layers and stuff on it. And you have to gather, you play mini-games, there's mini-games stuff you can play in the they're always up. You you have to fight, like, bosses as you go, and each boss is a mini-game. On the board are people that drop down, that are your friendly characters. And if you walk through them, then they're on your team. You have a nice friendly character. Friendly characters contribute to your dice roll, so the more friendly characters that you have, the further you go. And also in the mini-games, they help out, so if you've got one friendly character and everyone else has got no friendly characters, you're most likely going to win the mini-game, no matter what. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to fuck up with advantage But it's such an extreme advantage That if you get like one or two ahead You just may as well just win mm-hmm. You just win That's everything That You just win There are like You can like land on item blocks and stuff They'll give you items One of which is like Challenge someone to steal one of their items away See one of their characters away And there are two variants for that game One is you have to push A after five seconds and it has a little timer that ticks down and then you just have to push A. I'm very good at that, so I'll always win that one. The other one is pick a random card or dice. You just like roll the dice, pick a random card, and the highest person wins. So if you've got one thing and they've got three, and you challenge them and lose, you lose your one and they get it. And that could be literally from a random card flip. It's infuriating. The entire game is infuriating.
1: Mario Party is always cheated. Because when you've got a game where, well, traditionally, like up to half of the stars that decided who won the game could be assigned by landing in places that was effectively, therefore, pure chance, how were you ever able to have AI being set to easy, medium, or hard and have the AI perform better or worse when most of it's down to basically dice rolls anyway? It was always cheating because game- there's no way it couldn't have been cheating.
0: In this game, the AI just go in the wrong directions quite a lot. If they're on easy difficulties, enough are worse than the minigames. Mm. That's how they seem to bounce it, but it literally is just every single time you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, we play with people, and it's still the same thing. I'm like, really? Why is that? Why? Why?
1: I mean, there's plenty of minigames in some of the earlier Mario parties that are literally just chance games. Like, everyone just picks a character, and then you have a horse race, but you've no way of knowing which one's going to be faster ahead of time. Yeah. Unless you do complex statistical analysis, in which case you know that Boo actually wins a slightly higher proportion of the time than the others. <laughs> Just. Just about. Just. Yeah, that's it. that's in the race in Mario Party Ooh two? There's a stupid race and I think it's Mario Party two, where you have to pick like a, a womp or a a Bobom or a Boo or... I can't remember what the other one is now. But you just have to pick one of them. And yeah, people did statistical analysis over like 100 or 1,000 games or something and found that Boo ever so slightly is more likely to win. we are like 27% of the time out of the four of them. So
0: it's not exactly like a killer edge. But it's a bit of an edge. And You need every edge you can get in that fucking game. Yeah. But if I did it, Boo would never win. I could play Boo a thousand times and Boo would lose every single one. But on the plus side, at least you didn't actually take skin
1: off the palm of your hand like Mario Party 1 used to cause. <laughs> like people, Nintendo actually had to like send out little things you strapped to the top of the analogue stick because too many of the games were analogue stick wiggling in a circle games. And the easiest way to do that was to put your palm on top of the analogue stick and just spin... The analog stick that yeah. way, which would unfortunately caused burns, blisters, and other damage to
0: people's hands. As a fan of old wrestling games, I'm more than aware of those kind of blisters. I haven't had those for years. Mm. Maybe I just don't care. So about they actually take those matches. games out of Mario Party 2 onwards
1: because now rotate the stick games don't really happen in Mario Party games <laughs> because the they injured too many
0: people with the first one. Oh, this. Uh, but the thing. Let's see. They have the even worse equivalent on the 3DS, which is the games we've got to blow really hard. I'm too oh, old. I'm sorry. I'm too old to blow. Blow. You have to blow blow into the microphone. Yeah, that's the thing. Even,
1: like, flipping Zelda Phantom Hourglass did that as well. It was the most annoying thing.
0: Three, seriously, three blows in, and I've got a fucking grey mist starts to descend across my eyes. (laughs) And I just... Okay, good night, everybody. Because when Nintendo was designing Zelda Phantom Arcade,
1: I thought, okay, this is a handheld game, so someone might be doing this on a bus. What are we going to do? I know, in a main plot mission, which if you don't do it, you can't progress any further, we'll have you shout as loud as you can into the microphone and then blow as hard as you can into the microphone. And unless you've done both of those things, you're not allowed to progress. Because that won't make you sound like an utter crazy person who gets kicked off a bus. Yeah, but anybody who's playing a game,
0: anybody who's playing a Zelda game, we have to use the touchscreen to move around, deserves to not have a good time. That Phantom Hourglass was, was, was not pushing. even
1: that bad a game. It just had some terrible.
0: stupid decisions in it. It's just all the control is just so off-putting. Ugh. I can't get very far into any of them. The Blah, I say. What was the one that didn't have that and was all you mushed against walls? I never go into that either. I thought I would like that a lot, and then I never liked it for some reason. The the what? The Zelda, the Zelda game where you mush against walls? Yeah, you like flatten yourself against walls. That's why that's on like
1: DS or 3 ds Is that the, the remake of Link to the of uh, Link to the Past? Isn't it where you could jump into the walls? Was that the
0: remake of Link to the Past? I think oh, that was a
1: remake of yeah Link. I think a remake of some. It was a remake of one of them. It was one a remake of one of the Super NES ones. I think it was Link to the Past where you could suddenly get on the walls. I didn't
0: know. If so the, a the, chat know. I mean, the chat will know.
1: The chat will say in a minute. We'll find out when the chat says.
0: Chat, a jump, link chat. between worlds. Okay, yeah, it was called a link between worlds. That wasn't but... a remake, was it? No, that was a new thing, was it? Yeah. I always thought that I was, I was like a. It was just a, rem- it was, it was I know, a it's, remake. I know, I know, it's rare, rare that Nintendo have actually made a new thing, but I, I just kind of assume was... they
1: don't. <laughs> I just assume <laughs> it's a stupid remake.
0: Yeah, that was that. I, I wasn't it like uh, set in the same world as one of them, but it was like a sequel to it. Hmm. I think that's why, I mean. it wasn't like a remake, it was a... It was oh, yeah, a 17th a remake, installment, it was released in Japan under the title, Legend of Zelda, the Triforce of the Gods, <laughs> of the
2: Gods
3: I'm of gonna 2.
0: I'm going to have another one time. of these caramel slices because I realise I've been talking for a while. What was Triforce of the Gods 1? I assume, um, uh, Link to the Past. The player a young boy
2: named Link, funnily enough, uh, who invoked? Who invo- embarked on an adventure to rescue the seven sages and defeat Yuga. The oh, Nintendo, don't fans.
1: push the boat out too far here. <laughs> Christ, <laughs> some of the fans will get nervous.
2: A link between worlds seen as the successor to the 1991 Super Nintendo with a game System battle, The Legend of Zelda, are linked to the past, and is similar in many respects.
1: Now, should there be six or seven sages? That's the big question there.
2: Well, who the fuck knows?
1: Because well, traditionally I it's been seven, but Ocarina of Time said six. John. Though one of them was just a freebie stupid raro, a hated Raru. John. Yeah. You
2: know what I think it's time for? Because
1: Dan's not talking.
0: No. You know Ooh. What it's time pr- for? Play the no. music. No. What it's time for? Play you know the play the theme.
2: For? That's right. It's
0: time for <laughs> The fuck is that? I'm sorry, is it time to discuss our favourite Arnold Schwarzenegger movies where he works in a mall at Christmas? What was that? No, the oh, look. that go. was the most
1: appropriate music for introducing Hitman? The story of an unstoppable killing machine with no remorse? You went for that? <laughs> Christ's <laughs> sake, man!
2: Go away and come up with something better. No, the appropriate one in Computech is this, but obviously this is the fucking Army News theme. <laughs> we know the fucking Army News I can't go use this because it's the
0: fucking Army News theme. It's kind of better
2: and more dramatic for 47. nothing dramatic. What do you want the fucking hero theme? Like, what's this one? It's better than the first one you played. <laughs> this is longer. Can you get like a louder bit of
1: Ave Maria or something?
0: The fuck is that? It was the main. It was the used... song main theme for Hitman Blood Money. It was well, used as the main theme for Blood Money need? and
1: also made a brief appearance in Hitman Absolution. A really confusing point. That was a very confusing what game was overall.
0: That? Okay. Talk about you fucking. What was Hitman that? That game. sounded like a bagpipes going wrong. I'm going to contemplate suicide. No, yeah, that's, that's, that's the, just that's the, the heist. Yeah,
2: that's the heist. <laughs> <laughs> it's why, uh, fuck you, Kevin McLeod. You fucking, you make free music and then associated with one thing.
1: Quickly, play Yogs Hannah's outro theme.
2: Oh, God. Emma Blackbury's vlog music. I don't know what these are now.
1: Boop, 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 hitman. Wow.
3: Shit. Right, that'll do. So,
1: in Hitman news this week, we've had the end of Hitman season one season one so basically as there actually isn't actually that much hitman news japan came out the final level of hitman season one it was
2: pretty japan's good japan's gay short. oh no my phone oh no <laughs> <laughs> it's, got, it's a letting me to the fact this the is, toys so video the is, is
0: the out professionalism right here the wow. professionalism i love how much editing that's got to do now banana <laughs> oh god
1: yeah there's a there's a final level the season finale Hitman was pretty good actually I enjoyed it good level it was a good level Dan
2: play Hitman now it's out fully yeah, well it's in January we get the boxed edition where it's all there well it's all there already so Dan just play
0: it now Forget no it. yep why because you've made me hate it <laughs> But it's good! It's a good game! Yeah, it's a really good game. zero interest. I don't give a shit. You've actually actively made me hate it by talking about it all the time. Oh. This is the downside of an episodic thing, is that I just now don't care. I was like, hey, they're making a good hit, man, and then they split it all up. And this is generally one of the, the downsides of the episodic, is the people who've played it and played it all and talked about it all have made people like me who didn't play it really just not want to play it anymore.
1: I mean this is this possibly I don't I it. can't think of any like staggered episodic release where they've quite staggered it quite this much with all the elusive targets and the escalations and the missions. Like it has constantly been coming out for all, for like nearly a year.
0: Yeah at no, this point. And, like, I'm more they, than aware. They have hang on, really hang on, my, call, pushed... my call's my about to get through. Hello? Yeah, is that what Samaritans? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> the thing like life is strange. Fine. They, it was episodic,
1: but like they just released it, then there was a gap and they released it. And it was just five and dumb. This has really pushed the limit for how much you can keep releasing a game indefinitely.
0: Well, it's because they want people to get it earlier, because the earlier they get it, the more money they make off it. The thing is with it, obviously,
2: it has proven to be, even though you say you hate it now, Dan, it is still a good Hitman game. And it has been
1: quite financially successful, as I understand it. Yeah, but at the end of the day,
2: right, I don't see how them just finishing it and then selling it would make, I mean I suppose people keep hearing about it and are more likely to buy it again because of the repeated thing but again there's people like you who won't buy it so is it a net like is there any net gain there? Well
1: they seem to to think it is enough that they've already talked about season 2 and slightly unguarded moments about season 3 so it's been enough of a success they've already dived straight into two sequels presumably on the exact same model. Yeah. So on that basis, they seem to... So basically what we're saying is Hitman will never, ever die. It will never stop
2: coming out. Do you think with season two and three, do you think they'll release it as DLC for the current game and do you think they'll release a new game? No, they'll
0: release a new game.
1: I think they'll have to release a new game because that will help stop people asking, why doesn't my season pass cover this? Yeah. If they officially call it a different game with a different subtitle and whatever, it'll help
0: them get around some some of the awkwardness around that. I mean, some people are going to go, why didn't you release season two, you lying bastards? Mm. Why have you gone on to a new game? But I mean, I feel like if I played it now, I'm going to play less of a game than you because I don't have things like elusive targets and I don't have all of those temporary time okay. things. Okay. That you might try anyway, to make to people. Play I
1: think they okay. put them in anyway when it comes. Frankly,
2: frankly, the elusive targets aren't very good. Yeah, They're not worth it. The, the, st- the stuff that's good is the main missions. I barely touch the elusive targets. I haven't touched anything else have in the main missions.
1: Yeah. So I mean, the escalations have actually been quite fun. I've actually genuinely enjoyed I like the escalations. I
2: don't, I don't like the escalations. Some of them are really
1: annoying. Some of them have been. Like, there's a couple, like, in Marrakesh. Like, the Marrakesh mission is pretty poor, but the Marrakesh escalations are
0: actually pretty darn solid.
2: Yeah, uh, but Marrakesh, though. I uh. know,
0: but the, the escalations are fun. Yeah. I just don't feel that Hitman is an episodic game in its heart. It's I not. It's, it's Ooh, perfect, I, I, I disagree. Levels. I think it is one of the few franchises that actually
1: can work an episodic game because for me, it's all about replayability and finding like the 10 million ways to kill the targets. And but that's it.
2: For, for someone like Dan, it isn't.
0: Yeah. For, for me, some, it's about for the pacing of isn't. the overall story. It's about slotting these these hits into his own. story. Is, I mean, Blood the thing Money is, works, and Blood Money's the best one the, the because thing of the story that's going over this the top one, of everything right, it's actually this leading one, somewhere.
2: The story is really weak. It's a very thin veil. They're focused on these individual missions and making these individual missions yeah, but really but
0: that never that's never been Hitman's story. but, but, but ah, I love how much how together. much there is
1: hidden away. If you actually go and dig an eavesdropping uh, conversation, yeah. you can yeah. piece together how loads of the overarching story, which I really love.
0: Why don't games just tell us the story anyway? This is why I really enjoyed Titanfall. Titanfall went, look, we're on a planet, we've got to do a thing. I'm like, fucking brilliant. And it kept repeating okay. it as well. I was like, we're here to do this thing. We're here to do this thing. We're here to do this thing. No, okay. But now, but nowadays hit- in games, you've be like, you got to go to a room and you've got to get a tape. And you've got to go, what a fuck? You've a no, the fuck? you got to listen to a tape is, of some no, bit. you no.
2: got H- to right. I don't give a shit about the story. I don't give a fuck. Because to me, Hitman is just, I am a Hitman going to do a hit. There is no... Preamble. i I've just. I've got a hit. I'm in a cool location. I'm doing a hit. I'm just playing a game. It, it's not. There is this overarching story with this grey guy. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. I skip the cutscenes. I don't care. I, I don't. I don't go around getting the. I get. I like getting the lore about the um, person I'm assassinating and finding out there. That's interesting. With hearing conversations and stuff. But I don't care about the story. And but the story has
0: always been so vital to the Hitman franchise.
2: Yeah, but I've never played the Hitman games before, and I was never interested in them because of that. Hmm.
0: I could never easy, get into story. Like Con- Contracts yes. had the most bare bones of a
1: story. Contracts is just flashbacks, yeah, it's, it's it, For
0: me, it's always it's always blood money, It's the main one where you're constantly you're working towards the thing, and then the end cutscene is you as forty seven dead on a slate at his home. But funeral. do you just
2: not like do you just not like the idea of just doing really good assassination missions?
0: Oh, I like a little bit of a uh, meat on that skeleton. I think there's no harm in telling a story around that that's actually decent and can therefore keep everything going. And that's what drove me forward and that's why I would play through a mission. I'd play through the mission a couple of times, Groundhog Day to work things out, and then I'd play that mission I'd be done and then you'd get the next more sort of story and you'd carry on. Hmm. I mean, Blood Money also did things like uh, the the worse you were in missions, the harder the later missions got because people would start recognising you and things. If you started just gunning your way through the early missions, you're going to be gunning your way through the end of missions. You can't revert back mm, to style clever. But does this mean you liked Absolution? Because that was the most plot heavy of all of them.
1: No, because that just didn't have all the actual missions that were good. It didn't have any assassination in it, really, to be honest. There's no, very little assassination in stat- Absolution. <laughs>
0: That made the really big flaw of, like, tracking a guy down, getting to a thing, and then a cutscene kicks in, and you fail to kill him in the cutscene. That wasn't a guy, that was Diana. Oh, what? No, it happened a few times in the fucking game.
1: Oh, yeah, there was also the big the big Mexican offensive stereotype guy.
0: Yeah, you have a lot of bits where you like, I'm gonna kill this guy, and the game's like, no, you didn't, lol. And like, it's really fucking frustrating. It kind of no, happened that, again that, with that the same like... guy
1: later in the wrestling thing, but at least then you could go up to the top and just drop the lighting ring on him and just say, screw it. <laughs> that was good.
0: That was the best though. mission
1: all of Hitman, where literally you're wearing a wrestler mask and then you go and you start killing the guy in the ring in front of a cheering crowd. And then when he says he doesn't recognize you, you literally take your mask off and say, "How about now?" It's like you're being you're being filmed and watched, and with those yeah. lights on you, and there's a hundred yeah. people around, and you've just taken your mask off and killed him, and then you leave and you can still get Silent Assassin.
0: Whereas in blood money you actually if you got caught on cctv you then had to find the security place and take the cctv okay, that's, the new one. That.
1: that's the new one now that is in the new yeah. one and there's different security officers for different buildings in the larger levels which is really cool
0: but does that change an overall thing? Like you're getting gradually more and more noticed, or is that just on a per level no, basis? That's just basis. score and alert mate. Oh, No and the alert fucking stage. thing. The score okay. is the worst thing. I don't know why score is still a thing anyone gives a shit about. No, I, don't, I don't give. When a, a Sonic no. game goes, you did this as a B grade. I'm like, I don't no, give
2: a I don't fuck. give a shit about the score. I give a shit about how efficiently and silently I can do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the score is a representation of that. And that's why I care about the score, but not because of the score, because it represents how efficiently I've done it.
1: I'm just more up for all accidents and then silent assassin. If I get I all like, accidents and I, I assassin, I'm happy. I,
2: I, don't, like, I don't like accidents. I oh, I accidents.
1: love accidents, because then there's no,
2: then there's been no assassination. Yeah, but I like to put... I'm the kind of guy who likes getting them alone, fucking garrotting them, sticking them in a cupboard. No one else has been touched. Everyone's a bit confused about where they've disappeared to, and, and fucking fucking off into the fucking smoke, you know.
1: Yeah, but then like eventually you're just going to be the mysterious cupboard killer, and like when they finally pin one murder on you, they're going to be able to pin all the other cupboard killings on you as well. Yeah, no, I'm fine with that though. You're fine with being locked away for the twenty seven hundred cupboard killings.
2: Yeah, because I'll just I'll just be in a cupboard. What happens when some other thugs
1: start using your M O. and start just kind of killing random people they want to kill and putting them in cupboards? and you get blamed for that too? (laughs) Look, John. Look,
0: John. I don't care. You're overthinking this, John. Look, right. I, well, I episode... don't think it's over-killing. He's overthinking it. I always try and kill him in accidents. But yeah, I do right. See, the reason I would do that, you'd keep playing and keep getting the Science Assassin's Rating is because that was genuinely helping you later on. If you didn't strive for it in the early levels, you're going to struggle in the later levels. Yeah, no, so, that's fair. So any mistakes you made, like, carried on down the game, and Hitman going I like has taken that away.
2: The thing is, though, I... Generally, most things, I prefer more bite-sized things. It's, it's kind of with TV. It's why I like the next generation more than... A lot of the other ones because the next generation it is episodic. It isn't.
0: Uh, that's why well. I like Deep Space Nine because it's for the grown up.
2: It is, and it's a very good. It's a very good series-based thing, and I'm not saying I don't like longer things. But often for stuff I like going back to, and I do like going back to stuff. I like the because You don't have to watch the whole thing again. You know, I can just go back and watch a random TNG episode, and I you get a little story, and that's fine. With DS9, you'd have to watch a whole series really to, to get no, the full I
0: story. Not, if you if you want to go for the episodic like the arc versus episodic thing, then you've got like Battlestar Galactica, which is almost purely arc based. I know, but I'm not saying there's
2: anything wrong with them. I'm just saying I I kind of prefer because again, going back, it's see, I, I prefer
0: just, the Battlestar approach of you're actually telling one big story, which it just gives you a lot more leeway.
2: Yeah, but then like something like. You know, I watched Black Mirror recently, and they're all kind of, they, they do have a very light overarching arc, but it is all in the, it, they all, all these individual little muscles. It's kind of the same way I like Hitman, because it's a game I like going back to, and it's a game I can just go into a random level and play and come out of, and I don't need to give a shit about the rest of it. When you, you say you random, you mean you one enough. out of six. You know what I mean,
1: yeah.
0: Well, yeah, there's only six levels, aren't there? Very... They're a lot
2: bigger
1: and
0: more complex with a lot more stuff than anything in Blood Money. I was okay with the level size in Blood Money. I think I think they're all pretty much exactly the right size. True, but it's... if you go through Blood Money, there's like only maybe like if you want to do it like in a proper, professionally hit money sort
1: of way, there's only maybe a handful of ways you could do it. Whereas there's more like ten plus ways you could do it in a really
0: cool, awesome,
1: sneaky side assassin way in each of the new levels.
0: I I commented at the very first time I played this, saying that the series is like darkly comedic tone was completely absent and they the the series slightly weirdness was absent did any of that come back at all could you feed people to sharks in an underground club that's the hell club where on the top floor there's also the heaven club and you have to go between these two clubs working out who you gotta kill was there a really 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 big fat guy that you could feed a whole chicken to
1: Oh come on, Contracts doesn't count as canon because Contracts is being hazily remembered while 47 is in pain and on drugs and thus is misremembering everything.
0: Yeah. Nothing but in contracts still, is real. It doesn't matter if it's real or not. I mean all the stuff with blood money is real, that's weird as shit. Like, but it's it's still the surrealness of it is part of the city it's part of the series' staple. If you want you can dispose of corpses by
1: putting them into shredders and threshers and using that to spray gore everywhere to get rid of bodies.
0: That's uh-huh. kind of
1: ridiculous, but also darkly comic.
0: Eh, it's But it's not weird. I mean, we had that in like the, um, you fed that guy into the garbage crusher you could feed yep. in the uh, thingy level. I there mean, are some really weird, weird
1: disguises, like you can be a weird Italian mime thing in Sapienza. There's normally like at least one really weird, wacky disguise in every level.
2: Yeah, and there's challenges with that disguise. So you've got, you've got the uh, Vampire Magician in Paris. You've got yeah. the... The hippie, the weird hippie stoner, and the, hippie, the weird clown thing in Sapienza. Yeah, the weird clown thing. You've got the in uh, Bangkok.
0: Bangkok? Did Bangkok have one? Yeah, but, but these are like Sappia, little Sapienza um, like Marrakesh had the fortune teller. Whole yeah. levels were dedicated to weirdness and interesting yeah, locations in Hitman. I mean, like so you, you is, don't have interesting levels; they're just like I here's f- a place. Oh, you really I do. Like I'm, 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 I feel like, like I'm no, they're a just they're somebody. just places. They're not. They're not. they're nothing interesting. There's nothing like, like the again the Heaven and Hell Club, which is one of my favorite. There's Hitman nothing levels.
2: weird and unique. Is what you're no. Saying.
0: There's there's nothing. There's just a could place be. in the world where you do a hit. It could be taken from any triple A blockbuster movie. There's nothing that's just See, frankly. Bizarre. And I think that's I think the, the fashion show is rather distinctive in that
1: in um in Paris. I think that's quite distinctive, really.
2: Mm. Eh. I mean, the thing the thing is, right? I, I understand what you're saying, and I feel maybe I might be missing because I haven't really played any of the Hitman games. I, I delved into maybe one or two levels and a couple of them. I can't know which ones. Um, and I couldn't get into them.
1: They are but, very, especially everything. In fact, contracts and everything below is very slow moving. 'Cause forty-seven just moved incredibly slowly in the original two and contracts by these by today's standards.
2: Well, it's not even that. I just I don't know. I just couldn't really get into them. And I feel I, I don't know, I, I obviously haven't got the wacky style to compare to. So I don't know whether I like it more or not, but
0: Well, it was never really it was it wasn't wacky, it was just a bit weird. I mean like they just had you levels I mean, yeah. where it was it took you by surprise. You had to sort of acclimatize to how the level worked. Like you're in a, a, a like a BDSM sex party that's having just taking place in like an abandoned slaughterhouse. Hmm. You don't have that in the new one. The other one's like, oh Japan, you know. That's. I feel like that's a big thing that they miss. I mean, it's
2: it's at most of these locations are these beautiful exotic locations, and they're very professional and they're very clean for the most part. You know, and you're going in as this clean professional assassin, and it, it's kind of a bit James Bondy. To me, and I kinda like that. Yeah, actually, it's not I, agree.
1: Really, I I get that feeling too, yeah.
2: it's a bit more high class, high respect. You know, and that's kind of what I like, because I haven't really played many games that all oh, that high class style, they're all gritty and it's I wouldn't say it's it's real it's it's a bit more realistic than as you say. It doesn't have any of these kind of comedic out it has a few very light ones, but you know, it is a bit more realistic. But again, I I like that. I like just being this distinguished assassin. Killing people and that's the game. I, I don't like the preamble. I don't like the fucking overall. And maybe I would like the other ones, but I, I, I don't know. I feel like the, I I feel I can get I can get kind of fun from other games. And in this, I just want to be able to do shit properly. And I want to be this professional assassin. man.
0: It can always yeah. be the professional assassin. It's just you doing it in more interesting, varied locations, not just here's a fancy place. Like you had to one of them. One of my favorite ones was you had to fuck up a bloody hillbilly wedding. No. That's fun. No. Because everyone's got heart. a gun. Yeah, everyone's got a gun and a hillbilly, I Including <laughs> you, you can just wander a... around with a shotgun out and everyone's cool with you. Yep, yeah, which is always a beautiful thing. See, it's a very... you it's get Yeah, you get these unique things.
2: But no, I kind of prefer just the high... Like, I love Japan, I love the... They're beautiful. It's a They are beautiful leveled and they look beautiful. I mean, because the engine looks good and the game looks fucking great and obviously that doesn't matter that much. But, again, I prefer the high-class James Bond feel. In the games, I haven't really got that in any games before. It's either gritty, 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 or oh, you're in wherever abandoned or whatever, or kill these people in the fucking ruined buildings. <laughs> I played a lot of games with ruined fucking buildings. I want a game with the pristine, beautiful.
0: Were never ru- you never really went through ruined you buildings. Know, I mean, but you know, but could... Hitman
1: Two. Back in the old days, Hitman had a lot of grey urban scapes that weren't that interesting. And <laughs> well, even that's then,
0: all you... the PS2 could render.
1: And then back on... yeah. in fact, Hitman Two. About the second half of the game is just set in the Middle East, where it's all just generic yellowy
0: buildings, taking out yeah. terrorists, and it was very boring. It was indeed, but three but and four there, are the are the pinnacles of the series, and still are. They will always be. Four, absolutely like blood them. money, but mm, I'd say contracts has aged a little poorly. I think it has, but I still get kicks out of remembering finding the ghost in the hotel and stuff like there that. There are some like just quite poor levels in contracts, like the submarine level, just as a lot
1: of walking oh, around just, a very yeah. empty level.
0: Yep. Blood Money doesn't really have that. I like the like the hotels and casinos and stuff that Blood Money had. There's a big hotel in the new one, which is quite nice.
1: I or, or not as good as it is not as good as the the casino hotel thing in Blood Money. I think, for sure. But no, I you had to get really loads of floors, and you could go in all the rooms and stuff on that floor, and it was that was wonderful. The sniper was lovely as well because the whole thing, the whole hotel curved around beautifully, so you could do cross cross courtyard yep. sniper shots, which was great. That
0: was proper. That see, that was proper. Uh, and was what was the the other one they had the. Um, Oh, I well, mean, you shoot at the White House for fuck's sake! you go going to the White House to kill the Vice President. Mm. Charles thought was uh, a bit of a, a risky thing to do. Dad, but sadly, Hello. you can't actually
1: kill the President there while you're there, which is a shame because he
2: was supposed to be being protected. Yeah, Dad, I know, I know, you're not interested, but right, for, okay. Just when you've gone home for an hour free at some point, um, just go in go in, like you can go into any level you don't you don't need to play through the story to get leveled levels or anything like go into bangkok or something because you keep mentioning go into bangkok right bangkok's a solid level it's not over complicated it doesn't it doesn't it, pretend to be
0: my just, my love of the hitman series was booting the game up booting into a level and go like finishing level off and then go right where the fuck am i going to be next I know, that was always a just- really big deal of, I don't know what's coming, I don't know if I'm going to be in a, in a casino next, or if I'm going to be in some sort of weird party next, or if I'm going to be, at, he went to some very strange places. I mean, like that's why the suburbs level in Hitman Blood Money is so good, because it's so normal, it stands out from all the other stuff, just going to the actual suburbs and being around an actual real normal place feels mm. wrong, and it feels weird. It is a beautiful level
1: in New Life. It's just a shame that it's so facile easy, because you just get the donuts, put the sleeping drug on them, then get the FBI outfit, and then you can just go wherever you want. That's... It's a shame it's a ridiculously easy level.
0: That's true. I do like that the support arrives after a while, though, and the support will, on hard difficulty, the support arrive after a certain time. Mm. Uh Or when the person gets burned, and the support know everybody, so you have to hide away from them. Hmm which cuz i've always played the games in hard mode cuz in hard mode on blood money um, even blood splatters would get noticed yeah i always thought that, that was an interesting there's way of no, there's deal no with
2: difficulty there's no difficulty setting yeah they've there.
1: taken professional out i think they had to keep like saving as much as you want because they knew they might have server issues because of the always online thing so they Ugh. couldn't have the limiting different number of well, saves no. for different difficulties you say this which now but they, every they... single hitman game before that no
2: they patch that though, they patch that. So if you do disconnect, it doesn't it doesn't quit you out of the game anymore. It doesn't it's not a thing, so you don't need that anymore. Yeah. It is a and shame you know,
1: professional like... mode with no saving was taken out, because that was a really big part of the franchise for a long time.
2: Yeah, yeah, and it should it should be back there now because again, you know, you don't need to save constantly now because even if the service goes down, you can keep playing. Um, and I, I like, I like, you say that the blood splatters, like I haven't played that game, but that sounds like that'd be a really cool thing. I'd love that in this game. I and mean, Yeah, that's something that feels like you'd pa-
0: If you got caught, you had to panic take somebody out, but you had to do it carefully. Hmm. Which I always thought was great fun. Hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd like, like, like to play it's... some of the old ones. Yeah, go for blood money is the is the absolute highlight. Yeah, of which the was the, which
2: was the one you played a billion times as the seaplane at the start. So that's, I played that's that. The that's the first, level, first of level, blood level of well, money. the first proper. Okay, level yeah, of blood money. I, I did yeah. play the first level of Blood Money in stream once. Um, that is I,
1: a vintage year is not the best level by a long way. No, it's no, a good tutorial level though. Yeah, it's a good tutorial
0: level. It's a bit of big. It's not well
1: designed. You spend a lot of time walking around
0: in, in empty space. Yeah. I mean, I do like that when you get when you break off from the the tourist group and then you start finding out all the secrets and stuff that's going on. It does become because it feels a little bit too normal for a, a Hitman level, and then you go, "Oh, hang on, there's this underground thing that's going on." Mm. And Sappy I like Sapienza. Sapienza, play Sapienza Dan. No, John, you you th- that's that, it, see, that, you that's th- the th- thing is like I know because of the way they've released it. I know all the levels. I'm like none of them interest me. None of them are weird enough. Okay, John, you say Sapienza is the best Hitman
2: level ever, don't you? Yes, yeah.
1: I do. And there is a redressing version of Sapienza which features them filming an action film. So there's giant monster Reaper creatures and you have to kill like the star and you can like sabotage all the different sets and make him die in all sorts of pro- set accidents with all the props and weapons and stuff, which is really fun. That's Hit the- Hit the- There's Batman the wacky. If that, the wacky. That is, yeah, that's the Hitman that I You know, have to sneak into a film set and actually take out the star of the film while he's doing all his own stunts and you can like sabotage various things to make all the different stunts and, go wrong. And his,
2: I like his outfit is actually bulletproof
1: as well. Yeah, because he, he insists on authenticity, so you can't shoot him.
0: I always enjoyed the uh, the opera house level in Blood Money, mm. where you could swap the fake pistol for the, the scene out and swap for a real one. Mm. So and go out like on stage by aside. yourself
1: and do it if you wanted.
0: Yeah, if you dress up in the guy's outfit, you can actually assassinate the guy in front of loads of people. Ah, fun fact! Did you know that if you actually
1: leave him with the fake gun, if you simply have a silent sniper rifle so anywhere else where no one can see you, if you you fire the shot at the exact moment he pretends to fire,
2: no one will notice. Yep, it's good stuff. That is that is beautiful.
0: That's hitman.
2: Yeah. No, but legitimately, uh, give Sapienza a go, because it has all these things you seem to like. And if John thinks... Oh, no, my mic first. If John thinks it's the best level of all time, I mean, he's, I mean, he's got a point.
0: But it's not the most interesting level.
2: Oh, well, try it. It is if, you,
1: it is if there is a film, an action film being shot there at the time.
2: Yeah. See, that try,
1: seems try, fun. Just try that, because that's be also a, even a really small, because I was on the summer bonus levels, so that's a really tiny one. Oh, I mean, God.
2: actually, this is a point now. It, it has six... If you count the... Um, the bonus level is, it's eight levels isn't it really
1: yeah because they've been severely redressed so they're very different in the redressing
2: yeah give it a go give it a go it doesn't
0: take long if you don't like it you can stop I will it, but... probably early next year when I run out of games to play that yeah just, like, just right.
1: skip straight to the summer episode because that one's really short and basically you're just straight into the film set and it's not like big and doesn't take any you can just literally dive if... in and just get straight into yeah. messing stuff and then
2: up. if you enjoy that go play Actual Sapien
1: yeah then if you actually and if you enjoy that try the rest of it and then I'll
0: yeah. be like, "Ah, oh, so boring. No way. <laughs> I felt like when I played it originally, when I played the new Hitman originally, it was a bit, it was a very robotic in that this guy was just wandering around doing these things just on a loop. And like in the PS2 era, I kind of forgave that because that was how games were. And now I feel like it's sort of out of place. And it felt like I was just in the big cogs machine just ticking around. It was very obviously just a machine. I feel like Hitman yeah. franchise needs to work on that quite a lot. Ah well, I'll play. I mean, I'm right. done talking about Hitman Everyone else is late. There's only four people watching the stream now. I would play like to the, Hitman, the,
1: outro theme, uh, the, the Hitman outro theme, Matt. I've closed, I've
2: closed the tablet.
0: Find a new Hitman outro theme. Hitman. Okay, good. <laughs> hey, should we talk about a game that John told me I was going to hate last week? Yeah. Last week, John told me I was going to hate Clockwork Empires, and because I've was... already played it, and it was ass. He was a bit right, and Yay. also a bit wrong. <laughs> I quite right. like it, although they have the worst fucking like you just like the UI and stuff terrible. Yeah, rightly you said the UI and the like interface is terrible. It just it That's doesn't you can't figure out what anything's fine. going to do. It's all I just know, fucking guesswork. What, what, oh, a lot this of was the key You asked me to get. I yeah, I know what a lot of things are gonna <laughs> oh, do. Feel bad now. Feel uh, <laughs> bad
2: now for getting the a UI is thing.
0: fine. The way you manage everything is fucking awful. So the way the game works is you can barely haven't actually control... said what this game is yet, by the way. And I'm say, it it's is Clockwork a... Empires. It, okay, it is it's... A stra- it's a top-down, like, isometric strategy game. No, it's not. It's a colonial building game. There you go. No, it's really like right Age on. of Empires, but shit. It's like Age of Empires, but with Lovecraftian horrors lurking in the darkness.
1: By Lovecraftian horrors, you mean people, but recoloured blue.
0: No, there are some fuckers in that game now. Oh, they've added some new one, thanks. It used to be really shit. Basically, Cthulhu can turn up and drive everyone mad. Like, massive, proper horrors. Which I think is quite fun. Hmm. And fish people. So many fucking oh, fish, fish people. people. Jesus fucking Christ. But, like, so you have... The way the game works is you have... The, you, you set commands. So you basically say, Hey, f- chop down trees in this area. And the area is, like, preset sort of square size. And that counts as one assignment. And each of your... Or, like, build a building. And that counts as one assignment. And each of your... um. Uh, overseers, as they're called. I believe you start with a game with seven of them. Each of your overseers get designated to one of those tasks at random. They designate themselves to it. You also have labourers who you can assign to the overseers, and they will help with the overseers. So if there's somebody chopping down trees and you want help with that, then you'd assign two people or how many people you've got to work with that guy, and then they'll chop down the trees with him. You can't... That's, that's it. You are so offhand on the controls. You, like, you You can't command things directly. You say, do this thing, and then hope somebody does it. And it's infuriating, because, for one thing, they re- like when they go to sleep, when they wake up, they start doing different activities. So you have to Wait, keep so, an eye on everybody to, like, take the labourers off and put them on the new guy. So you can't do, like, what in Prison, arc- in prison Arctic, where you can basically prioritise, like, make this thing now. Yeah, you can't prioritise at all without having to go through oh. and pause things and switch these oh, down. But it gets worse mess. when you build a building that actually needs, like, some sort of crafting thing or whatever. That becomes an assignment. So I like the point in the game. What? Because I do. I played it for a couple of hours for a video. Near the end of it, I've only got like two people who aren't working in buildings, which means that progress is so slow. And everyone's just angry and mad. And when they go angry and mad, they run off into the wilderness because they're mad or angry. And so they you lose them for ages. And it's just it's it's it, I've never had to fight a game to try and work before. Okay, strategy games. Right,
2: right. If you want to know how. To make good mechanics, look at Prison Architect and look at like Civilization 6 and 5. Ooh, Civilization 6. Like, used Because the way you manage everything in those games is so fucking tight.
0: Well, I disagree. controlled. I disagree with Prison Architect. I love Prison Architect, but I think it's quite loose on its control. I'd I'd like to highlight uh workers and go you work over there like it works in prison architect it doesn't every now and then, like you can prioritize things so it's not well, like that's why the I biggest said, issue well, that's
2: why i didn't say just prison architect then.
0: <laughs> yeah it's it's not the biggest issue but i mean like games like age of empires where you literally click on the actual builder who's going to build the thing and then assign more builders i prefer that massively hmm. that's just that makes more sense in my little monkey brain like have these you ever people... played starcraft i have not i played the board game it's very good you- you, what, bloody
1: hell, you must have had two weeks spare Yeah I exactly. once tried to play Starcraft the board game I just about <laughs> got through the opening turn In two hours
0: Yeah, I used to have Jesus like a, Christ. a group of friends At university And we would play incredibly long games So we played Starcraft the board game We played Twilight Imperium for Oh Christ, that's even end. worse And <laughs> my favorite one was We actually had a game of um, Sins of the Solar Empire That literally went on for 48 hours this is why you dropped out of university, isn't
1: it? Nothing to do with personal preference. Oh, no, that's it's when just you was got kicked out because you were playing
0: board games all day. That's when I did that foundation year that I wasn't technically supposed to be on. And I was just like, oh, fuck's that. Like, I, was, I got 27% attendance that year and was second highest in the year. Nice. So that year I was just basically <laughs> playing shit. But we actually had, we had, I think it was like four or five uh, computers set up in one dorm room. And then a LAN cable out of my window going down into the person below's window. And they have a few people set up down there as well to finish the game off. So we had this this, like, this huge thing. We were drinking 24 the Energy drink, which was, I think, banned after a while for being too <laughs> weird. And eating Endless Domino's Pizza. Christ. And just doing this massive game of uh, Sins of the Solar Empire. Uh, wow. No, so yeah, StarCraft, I've never really enjoyed StarCraft because it's, it's, it's a lot faster than I like. I like slower. I like sort of uh, Total Annihilation, Sins of the Solar Empire. StarCraft 2 is very fast, StarCraft 1 was a lot slower.
1: All the it, movement was on I lot,
0: have played so I a like. bit of Starcraft, but it's still it's still that sort of. I like base building. I really like, say, Dawn of War. I mm. think Dawn of War, I like Dawn of War, not Dawn of War Two, but I like Dawn of War One, where it's more base building kind of things and uh, Command and Conquer and stuff like that is my jam. I mean, to be perfectly honest, now it's all fallen apart because uh, since the Solar Empire has got a Star Trek Armada Three mod, which mm. is incredible, and the Borg are so relentlessly overpowered that, like in a two-on-one, I just about can scrape a victory, and I think that's that's magical. So I have these massive gaps. If I need a fix, I always go at the sins of a solar empire. I like city builders and stuff, but I don't think that this one's gonna win me over. Clockwork Empires. I don't. Is I... it in early access? No, it's oh. it's come out of early access now. It's, oh. it's, I didn't see any bugs when I was playing it. Uh, I, I see it's got a nice look. It looks like sort of like an early age, uh, early um, empire Earth game. It's got those very blocky sort of uh, graphics, and it kind of it looks like it was sort of released in like two thousand and four or something. I, I do it. I, I, there's a really good game under there, but oh my god, I just need to direct control something about it. But it's sort of it's infuriating because you have to go. It's it's very it's taken the wrong bits of Minecraft. So for instance, I had I built a building that was like a housing building, and in that build, I before actually no before then i built some beds, because I got a workshop set up, and the workshop was, one bit of the workshop was building planks, and another thing in the workshop could actually build items and stuff, so I had the other workshop building some nice premium beds, they were called, and then I built a house, because I wanted people to sleep, but I built a house that was for labourers only, so I could only put low quality beds in, I could only put, like, cots in, I couldn't actually put the premium beds that I built, they wouldn't, (laughs) physically wouldn't be able to be built in that room. Which was irritating. So I was like, oh, I'll just stick some cots in there. But only the labourers slept in there. So all my overseers needed a bigger building. So to get that bigger building, I needed to get a brick. It needed to be built... A brick. So to get brick, I needed to get ceramics. And to get ceramics, I needed a ceramic workbench. So to get ceramic workbenches, I actually needed to build an entirely separate workshop called a ceramics workshop, and from the ceram- which needed something else I didn't have. So I needed to build, like... A And to do that, I also had to build element and O. Like, all in the right order, just to get my this thing. And it's none of it seemed to be automated. I had to manually build all of these things. Oh, you see,
1: by the sound of what you're saying, as far as you'd like to have, like, a good level of control and understanding over a process of base building, have you ever tried yeah. Dragon Quest Builders? Because that sounds like that could be your sort of thing, based on how you're describing that. <laughs> Don't mind me music again, John
0: cuz that's pretty much just that's no. pretty much exactly what you're describing what's wrong with Dragon Quest builders damn cuz i like to assign multiple people to jobs i don't like just one person building roofless houses why you, what have you got against pippa maybe pippa doesn't feel like working today
1: maybe you should just get on with building her a bedroom and a kitchen and study and whatever else she demands maybe <laughs> pippa game. needs a lot of of roofless rooms cuz she's afraid of ceilings maybe she's agoraphobic game, right? Or claustrophobic, maybe, or maybe whatever. Maybe when you
0: complete chapter one, you should just throw everything away and forget everything and start <laughs> chapter two basically as a brand new game. That would be a great idea. I think you were very, very kind of close-minded to claustrophobic
1: people who just don't like the idea of roofs or ceilings. Maybe that's what explains that.
0: But really love tight walls. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love some, me some tight walls. Jesus. Yeah. It's it's, it's yeah, Clockwork Empires is a great game, potentially, but there's so... I mean, remember, the, all that's set up, I have to assign people for, and if they do it or not, is. I don't know. Because some of them might have run off into the woods being completely mad, and others might actually be doing the right things. It sounds like like it's improved a little bit since
1: I played it, because I played it, like, I can't remember when, a fair few months ago, and back then it was, like, in such an early stage, it was just
0: basically unplayable. It sounds like yeah. to come along a little bit, but I'd it's still a long it, way to go. I get. had no bugs. It took fucking forever to load, but I've got no bugs. Oh, it did really. as well. It did back then as well. well. It doesn't matter if it's got no bugs if it has if it's got bad design. Well, it's it's. I kind of see. All right, there's a part of me that loves it intensely <laughs> because it drove me fucking mad, and I kind of feel like in a game about Lovecraftian horror, that's the point. Ooh, I feel that way about My summer car. It's kind of terrible, but I love uh. it. Yeah, part of me is going, this, I want to play more of this because I I feel like there's the system to master here that I'm just not good at right now. But the other part of me is going, this way, man, this lies. Like, at the end of the video, we get a bit attacked. And uh, I have no control over what happens. I can't decide, like, what the villagers do, so I just kind of sit there and watch everyone go insane. And it's, uh... Yeah, and I was literally, I was like, one step away from finishing the tutorial. <laughs> like, literally, I got wiped out. I was almost wiped out one step away from finishing the fucking tutorial in that game. And the tutorial is, is The tutorial goes at, like, a glacier pace, but the actual game isn't slowed down to fit it. So it's like, hey, you should build this thing next. And all my guys are fucked off because they've got no food and they're starving to death. And I'm like, could you told me to build food? It's like, nah, you really needed more workshops. You build, like, two workshops before you even start building housing or food. Oh. Or defence. But defence is one of the things that really drives people insane. Like, I now know how I play that game a second time, but uh, I'm not sure I will. I'm not entirely sure I will. You know what's a good game? What?
2: You know what's a good game I want to talk about? What? What? Like, we spoke about it last week, but I've actually played... I played Timefall 2 this week. Yeah. I played the full campaign for Timefall 2 this week. And you weren't kidding. I weren't kidding. It's an excellent, excellent campaign. It's a
0: really good campaign. It's super like good. It's, it's super interesting. It's well-paced. The spoiler, the spoil it, nothing. I haven't got to yet, but I'm campaign. going to play it this week.
2: Like, it's really well-paced. It keeps doing interesting things. Everything it about it is refreshing. totally amazing. Like, yeah, it's like everything... It takes everything... I don't know, it's it's kind of... In a similar way, it kind of reminds me of just a, like tight focus on its mechanics in a similar way to like Portal on Mirror's Edge was. Mm-hmm. Obviously not on the same level, but... It knows what it is. It doesn't beat around the bush at what it is. It knows what you want to do, and it just... It just goes a bit ridiculous with it, really.
0: I've played it through again. Oh! And I've realised something that is superb that I didn't spot the first time playing it. Okay. All of my favorite bits, and I won't spoil what these favorite bits are, are... You don't actually have to fight during them. In fact, you have to kill very few people in that campaign. There's... I don't think I can think of a single moment that was kill all these people. You can stealth, possibly, the entire game.
2: Yeah, you can actually, yeah. It never never said just kill the people. There's never...
0: I think there's like one bit where you're attacked. It was always pretty much get to an objective, wasn't it? Yeah, it's always get to an objective, and I've realised through a little bit of experimentation that there's not really anything that's locked off. You never have to kill anyone to get a key card or anything. I think, possibly, apart from like one bit where you definitely get assaulted and the bosses, I think you can largely ghost that game. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, there's a few, like, there are mechanics, super interesting mechanics that appear and then vanish and stuff and they definitely mean you don't have to, uh, sort of, uh, go for anything. I like that though, I like that they go, here's a cool mechanic, play with the mechanic for a bit, okay, now here's a different
2: new mechanic, mm. because we don't want to overdo that one.
0: Yeah, even though they should have done them, they could base an entire game around that one mechanic. They could, and all... that's what's cool, like, it's a load
2: of really interesting
0: not, yeah, little Right, listen, we're not spoiling this, because it's so fucking good, it's relentlessly good. The sad thing is, though, right, I can't recommend Titanfall 2. I can. No, I can, but I can't. I can, absolutely, 100%. No, but this is the thing, though. I value a campaign that good at a full no, price. No, I
2: personally would fully pay £50 for that campaign, yeah. right? But I work in the games industry, so fuck it. But most people, like most people, like students. A lot of people watch it. Like they cannot justify spending. Well, yeah, 50 but it's, on...
0: it's if you can justify it or not. I mean, if I, like now with just a job as a grown up, I would happily pay that much money for that game. Yeah, no, it's a very good campaign. Wait, did I? Oh, mean, was is that the one I bought? I can't fucking remember.
2: It's hard to just. Yeah, you, know, you bought Battlefield. Oh, I bought Battlefield and um, no, I gave us code for that. Yeah, it's hard to just like because I I I generally I use movies. Like, actual going to the cinema. Because, you know, I, I, I go to the cinema quite a lot. Uh-huh. And I sort of will use that. Because, you know, generally, if you go to the cinema, like if you go to, like, a fucking Odeon in, in, like, a town or whatever, you know, you're paying £10 for it. One and a half hour experience.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And, you know, a lot of people are very antsy about the value of games. Like, oh, this... A 60-hour AAA game isn't worth £15. Pounds. I'm like,
0: eh. I used to think I mean, like that, but that's when I could only afford games like that. Well, that's the thing, though. That's the thing. That's when I was a child and I got one game like every six months. But, but I that's would buy it, GTA because it would last a thousand years. And and
2: that's it. It's hard to recommend to people in that situation. Oh, no, did that, that's what like
0: that. the recommendation is. It's If you think that uh, £50 pounds for a five-hour campaign that is amazing is something you're willing to pay, then go for it. The multiplayer is terrible, though, I tried it. Oh, there's Boston. literally no fun in the multiplayer. Like, Boston.
2: no, I went it, It's everything I hate about multiplayer games.
0: It's all just, like, for you, isn't it? It's just, it's just, it's no teamwork. It's basically single player hoping you don't die. Yeah, it's no teamwork. I mean, obviously, in a game like that, if you have a whole team
2: on VoIP and you're all working together, that'd help. But it doesn't encourage it at all. Yeah. Um, so there's no teamwork. It's all based on kills. And it's the fucking... I hate games that do this. Like I mean, Battlefield does this as well, but it, it, it's a lot less noticeable in that it goes, okay, we're going to give you these really basic guns. We're going to lock off everything else unless you are really good at the game, which means you can... So basically, people who play the game a lot, they're better at it than you, and they have gun, better things to that's kill just, you with. That's
0: modern FPSs. I mean, actually, I'd say that... Uh, Battlefield's really nice with the guns that it gives you because like I'm I'm getting quite a high level on Battlefield and I'm still using the default based guns. Well, yeah, Battlefield does it, but not as and also in Battlefield, Battlefield's a lot more tactics based. Yeah, you can play support so, classes and stuff. That doesn't yeah, exist y- in Titan. You know. Because it's small I, because it's Call of Duty, it's made by the Call of Duty guys. It's made yeah. by Respawn who used to be Infinity Ward.
2: Oh no, I hate it. I hate it cuz I'm just going around and Oh, well, the levels t- have
0: lost that wonderful verticality that they used to have cuz they used to oh, be like levels al- where there was like huge ravines above everything and you would Did be you... running around the ravines with your smart pistol sniping people. Did you
2: play that awful awful level that is set like in a uh, building. It's from one of the single player missions. I don't know. I played a few one maps. There's one from the single player missions. It's the single player mission with the coolest mechanic in the game. Aha. Uh-huh. I'm I'm trying not to spoil it. Uh-huh. It's the only have to press a button and yeah, it just I'm I'm aware. I think okay. Yeah, it's in there. And it it's 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 an entire map set like in the other building. You don't go in there, but it's just corridors. It's just big corridors yeah. for titans. And it's horrible.
0: Yeah. It's... If you
2: if you're on the ground, you can't get around these titans and you just get killed.
0: Yeah, it's horrible I've really, never really liked the Titan combat the first one but I used to be a rodeo used to be super useful in the other one you could actually take a Titan out completely now you've got to land on them three times
2: yeah but you have any titan weapons now and it's, I
0: mean how ta- uh, anti-Titan weapons in the last I know, one That's it's just, they're just they're I don't know it useless. just doesn't
2: it doesn't feel well balanced. And, I, you know, I've played, as I've mentioned a few times, i played Rainbow Six Siege quite a lot. And that's a very, very, very well-balanced game where they basically went, okay, from the start, here is everything. They don't lock anything off to you. And it's all about personal preference and how you play it. And it's all encouraging team playing and, and The way it, it, it encourages certain styles of in it, it's very well-designed Rainbow Six Siege. Even if you don't like it, it's a very well-designed multiplayer game. It's a very fair multiplayer game. And coming from a very fair, well-designed multiplayer game like that and going to the shit, Call of Duty style multiplayer was just so jarring. I I hated it. I just turned it off halfway through a match and quit. Speaking of shit
1: Call of Duty multiplayer, did you see in the news that um, there's going to be microtransactions in Infinite Infinity, whatever it's bloody called, Warfare, that means you can actually buy
0: yourself more powerful guns? Well, of course. uh, I thought that was in the last one. I thought every game does that with their weapon drops and things. Uh, it's more overt now. It
1: used to be more about... Yeah, It's apparently it's, it's stepped up a little
0: well, bit. Well, of course it's been... Sta- unless is what we say. They get a little foothold and they'll push and they'll push and they'll push. I think, you know I was quite excited for Call of Duty's campaign because I was like, ah, oh, you know, setting in space, I think it's going to be great. And, oh, I don't really give a shit So it's not going to come anywhere near Titanfall. Yeah. That that was like, uh, I probably picked that up and now it's like, oh, I might play it for a review code turns up. Or pro- again, probably not because Activision are a bit here. Yeah. Activision so. don't like me. Many play- yeah, you like me a bit more now for some reason. Yeah,
2: oddly, I want
0: to get this code for the new Sims DLC. That's my that's my big one right uh, now. Yeah,
2: that's yeah. Well, that's Sims, it's still the Sims Four, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's always a downside. Problem is, I, I watched um LGR, LGR did a, a nice good review video. Of it, and it still has the problems of that because you know in the Sims 3, the Sims Three Late Night DLC where you're in the city uh-huh. and it's the idea that you can just be at the top of your, in your apartment and have a look around and go, oh, I'll go to, like, a bar or whatever. And it's all, you know, the seamlessness of it. Yeah. But this, it is still, you're in your apartment. There's nothing else. Everything else around you is set dressing. You can't go anywhere. Like, you'll go to a lot, and it'll be this huge, incredible city, but you'll only have this tiny lot to go around in. You know, there's no use for public transport or cars or anything, because it is a case you can just teleport wherever you want to go,
0: and it's, uh... Yeah.
2: It's still The Sims 4. But
0: I think I might have <laughs> a funny video out of it, so...
2: No, yeah, fair enough.
0: <laughs> That's all I've ever really cared about, Matt. Yeah. So There's games where I'm like, I don't really want to play that, but it will make a fun video. Yeah, that's fair. I like that I've got that as well, but I can play games <laughs> I don't particularly care about and still, yeah, still have fun with them, because I enjoy what I do. Aww. Uh, yeah, played... Um, what else we played this week? Played Shit, well, I don't even know what we talked about last week, because it's... Have it's, you played that...
1: Skyrim Special Edition?
0: No, I've played, oh fuck, I have modded the spiders out of this special edition. Oh yes, I saw your tweet, yes. <laughs> so, I'm actually going to, what I'm going to do is uh, something I've always wanted to because I've never finished Skyrim, I mean, I never got close to it, I didn't really, I wasn't super into it, I think now I've played Fallout, I kind of want to go into it, but I'm going to do one of those, like, alternate start mods, where you start off, like, actually in a town, being someone else.
2: The problem with Skyrim is, like, I, I, I the first, like, three times i it, I never finished, it. because one of those games where, I think John, you said it, it that, it's not about winning the story, it's just you wander off and do other things. Yeah. And it's got so much of the wander off and do other things that I just didn't bother with the story. And then I played, you know, 60 hours of it and I went, oh, the story. I kind of, I actually forgot the story was a thing until I sort of wandered into a town they were talking about some war. I was like, oh. No,
1: the war's not, the Civil War's kind of a side story. That's not the real
2: story. The real story is the dragons. Yeah, but you They're know, the like dragons? It, you know, I didn't. You know, I, 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 in the first few times I played, I went up to the the bit where there's the wind thing, and you have to get the shout to turn off the wind or whatever. Mm. I got up to that bit, and um, the first three times I played I never went, I never got past that bit in the main story. I mean, <laughs> it's worth kind of completing Fusro Rodar because that's just
1: a really good shout. But after that, it's kind of not really worth. I don't like u- I don't with. use the
2: shouts because you can get you can get
1: everything else anyway. Because like, one, as soon as you've just got the first dragon spawned outside White Run, all the dragons around the map start spawning. They can't spawn until then, which actually means it's a really good idea if you really want to be like sneaky. Um, just go and collect all the shouts from around the overworld before bothering to fight the White Run dragon, which is a really easy boss. Because then none of the dragons spawn, and thus all the word walls aren't guarded.
2: <laughs> You know, I was very tempted to use that mod that changed all the dragons into troubles the tank engine characters. Mm.
1: Everyone's <laughs> makes them go choo choo, they make noises. I'm not or... sure if it's
2: survived into yeah, uh, no, the lot new of those version
0: yet. For the new one, do they? Yep, some of them. Are yeah. a bit I broken. mean the thing is
2: the old one still exists, you can still download it on Steam and everything, which is quite good. Um, I'd very much but, you know, enjoy
0: going back for Sky I think I will probably enjoy it as a series more than anything else.
2: Yeah, it's it's one of those games as, as well, I think the special edition, I mean you I opened it up expecting a bit I think Graphically, a bit more. I thought maybe they would have made it a bit close to Fallout 4. And... No, no. It's not yeah, well, it's like but The water
1: is superior to Fallout 4
2: now. <laughs> Fallout, 4's Fallout 4 yeah, is it fl- terrible.
1: Mm. Yeah, the water in well, yeah, Skyrim Fallout... flows properly.
2: Well, yeah, because F- Skyrim has fucking running rivers. Fallout 4 is like, here is a lake that has fucking radioactive shit. There are it rivers. There's
1: a massive river in the middle of Fallout 4. There's one that starts over on the very west of the map and flows down to the bloody ocean. It doesn't flow. Exactly, it doesn't flow, but it blatantly should. Because that's how rivers work.
0: Is it? Is that how rivers work? really good point. I mean, I'd be an inlet. Did you a... see that video about, I can't, about that Skyrim Remastered edition? There's like some dude just describing it while having a thesaurus open. Oh, the ridiculously hyperbolic praise! Yeah, Jesus, that's a, that's a piss take, isn't it? Surely that's like. got to be a piss take. It's quite. Yeah, it's good. That, it's man. well put together.
2: What is it? I haven't seen it.
0: It's a, It's a. Some guy reviews Skyrim, but it's. He's just describing every little bit of detail, basically calling it the greatest game ever, but like using every word in the thesaurus, like every. It, you know that <laughs> episode of Friends where Joey uses the thesaurus to write a letter? It's that, um. but in Skyrim review form.
1: And occasionally oh. slightly weirdly sexual, like how he can just yeah. watch the clouds caressing the
2: mountains, softly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I miss that. I want a game with proper cloud rendering. I wanna go through like Skyrim, but I wanna do a modded run of it. Actually, I wanna mod in some fun powers. Like, I really enjoyed when I, when I started playing Skyrim with the, uh, there's like a ring that lets you slow down time. That was the best fucking thing. The problem is, I think, with, with a lot of mods like that, I think a lot often they break the game balance. Oh,
2: I don't give a shit. Isn't there a slow time shout anyway? Yeah, I think there is. I think there might
1: actually. I think you might be able to slow down time anyway, or there maybe there maybe is a potion as well.
2: No, I swear, I swear there is. There's, there's some. I, I, I think there's, there
1: is some way to slow time in that game. I can't remember if it's a potion or a shout or both.
2: Uh, hang on. Slow time shout location Skyrim is the pre-filled one. There are okay. Slow time. Yeah, slow time. It's
1: a dragon shout that actually exists in the game already. Eat. but this was a ring that you could have from the
0: very start of the game. Yeah, but anyway, isn't it, it better ex- if you have to earn it by going and finding it? No, <laughs> <laughs> not really. No, I've never, I've never felt that. Uh... Do we, do
1: we need to have a discover Do we need to go over the Yahtzee example of the giant golden cock and balls
0: again? Yeah, but I'm like, it's a, it, it's like I, I've played through this game before. Quite mm-hmm. a fair bit, I never really do anything. I just wander around and stab some things. And Then panicked when it was a bear in the T position because I knew that was a spider. But I kind of imagine if you were using that giant golden cock and balls to murder things with. That sounds fun. Mm. The giant golden cock and balls are not the end of my rainbow, darling. They're the beginning. You Mm. see, I'm actually... I'm a big fan of the new mod system they're bringing in.
2: Because I never like modding stuff. Not not because, you know... I mean, I like modding certain things. But I always got annoyed with mods. Especially games. It's why I only ever really use graphical mods in games. Ah. Because there's always the thing where the game updates... Or, or if it's an older game, uh, where, you, you know, you lose your hard drive, or whatever, or it breaks, or something happens, you, you fucking update your computer, who knows. Um, and you go back into the game, and then your save doesn't work, be- or it's missing stuff because you didn't have the right mods installed, or they game update and some of the mods break, and then your, your save ends up being fucked in some way as a result of that, and I hate that, that's why I only ever use graphical mods, because, you know... Yes, if, oh, no, I've lost the high-res graphics! Do,
1: you can do all of that, but then NVIDIA goes and fucks it all up by releasing a new driver that
2: doesn't work. But, right, I like the new system that Bethesda has, because obviously it's keeping everything synced properly, generally the stuff will work, and obviously Bethesda games, generally, they don't really update
0: anymore, do they? <laughs> oh, like, back in the day when Bethesda games used to update. Yeah. Uh. Quick thing. Fallout turns 20 next year. Oh, that's nice. Do going to do anything for it? Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God.
2: Bethesda what, are what, the sort oh, of people who oh, do big John, birthdays or whatever. John, 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 what if, what if they go, and here's a new Fallout game made by Obsidian.
1: In all fairness, oh. I think I just recently saw some more stuff from, um, from, uh, John Soy recently where they were literally just saying Obsidian are unlikely to do a Fallout game.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this new game—it's Fallout One remade for uh, for mobile phones—and there's microtransactions and wait timers. Mm. You know what? I'd be I'd be pay totally five dollars to get five percent extra percent on uh, this shot in Vats.
2: You know, I would be totally down with them remaking Fallout 1 too, and 2 so and sort of like the 3D engine. Yeah, that'd be that'd fine. Thing.
1: I mean, if a Fallout MMO would be the worst thing for me because I'd feel kind awesome. of contractually obliged to play a lot of it on my channel, even though I don't really like MMOs. So yeah, that, would, that fuck, could be... Fuck a, the Skyrim MMO. Not the
2: not the Elder Scrolls.
1: Elder Scrolls. Well, they did that. It's mine. called The Elder Scrolls yeah, of no, and no one yeah. really plays it.
2: Yeah, because... Uh, Bethesda make very good single player games, mm. and people play them for their single player games.
0: Uh slight spoiler warning: I'm going to be playing an earlier Fallout, not saying which one, on the channel very soon. <gasps> Look at you go! <laughs> oh, quickly, just so. just put it in the chat. I must know. <laughs> chat well, it thing, to
3: me. The,
1: the, chat, f- the thing the
2: is, like, I, I I
1: really want to get. No, the I mean, in the, of... the, the, the the team speak
2: chat, the chat won't know. See, think the thing with like Fallout. <laughs> See, the thing with Fallout 1 and 2 is I really want to get the story. And they have a lot of interesting lore, and they have a lot of interesting cases. I really want to play them for that reason. But the gameplay, I just don't like at all. I do not like the top-down
0: isometric. like. I don't like that. Oh, man. See, that, like... that kind of gameplay takes me back. I've I played a lot of games like that. I think
2: I don't have that nostalgia. I only started fucking playing games when I was fucking... Well, what year was it? Uh,
0: don't give ooh. me I feel depressed.
2: I, I probably only started playing games probably in like two thousand and maybe eight. Oh fuck's sake! Wow. No, right. My family kind of poor couldn't afford games consoles. I'm sorry, you're both English. I lived in Ireland. We only have potatoes there. <laughs> wow! <What? laughs> some wires. Couldn't in the afford <laughs> these fancy English games consoles. We just got we just got the scart and we
1: plugged it into the back of the potato and it just didn't do anything. You know
2: what? I am I, I, you know I read books like a cultured person.
1: Uh, yeah. I inherited I inherited a Coleco from my sister. <laughs> that's from the that's from the cocky eighties.
0: I had a, a ZX Spectrum, <laughs> and I used to play Horace I've Spider got British
2: computers so look at me, I'm English.
0: And I got Sonic One. I've got i got video footage of me playing Sonic One in like mm. not 994. So I've been gaming since I was like.
2: Actually, young. I say that that's wrong. Two thousand eight would have been when I got a console, but I probably would have started gaming from two thousand. Three, Christ. two. So I remember. I remember playing like GEA. I, I remember playing like the GEAs as they kind of came out. So I must have.
0: I did that I, caused, I think I my cousin had a
2: PS2 and I played it like his.
0: I've watched Star Wars films as they've come out. Johnson, all of them. He was there in the cinemas for all of them.
2: I was yep.
1: probably. I probably started gaming about nineteen ninety two or thereabouts, maybe ninety one.
0: Aha. Uh-huh. I can actually. I can actually look up when I was gaming. The, the thing
2: is though, when I actually first got a, when I got a first games console, it was one of those little cheap, like, it was like an N64 controller that had like 100 games in or whatever. That's not, that's not, that's not video gaming. Well, no, but it was a load of Nairs and Snares games, is what it was, basically, just a load of ROMs on a thing. And that was kind of my first experience. The games was just like a lot of, you know, let's be honest, kind of a lot of shit NES games <laughs> and, and Snares games. And I got really into one specific, I can't remember what it was called, I think it was called, uh, uh, it was it was you, you 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 like roped into the top of a building and then you had to make your way down the building. There was a lot of like lifts and doors that people came out of.
0: Donkey Kong.
2: That was really really hard. It shot a lot of people in it. Donkey you you Kong. should
0: play
1: Sky Hill. That's basically that game just remade. Ah, uh, Sky Hill. Yeah, it is. Sky You literally start at to the top of a building. You have to go down, and you're like in the zombie apocalypse, and you have to like find stuff in the apartments. And oh, and that
2: stuff. one. Oh, I think I watched it. Yeah, but that's a bit more in depth. This one's just more like of like
1: an action game. The one yeah. I can't was playing. Yeah. What was called? Sky was quite like good, that. actually. It
2: was quite fun. B- building, uh, fuck. B- building lifts. Yes. Re- Wreck It Ralph. Oh, it came up. <laughs> <laughs> elevator action. You are basically describing Wreck It Ralph, I think. El- elevator action. Elevator action.
0: HF Air Action is the most NES game I've ever heard.
2: Yeah, it was released in 1983. It was made by I can't pronounce Hideo it. Hideo Kojima. Uh, it was made by the Taito Taito Japanese Corporation. Yeah. Those compilations are also bound like, you know,
1: you see like a disc that's like, you know, for the Xbox 360, hey, here's 82 classic Genesis games. You think, oh, that's really good nostalgia. You wait a second. 81 of these games are shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I will never, ever play them. Why have I just spent money on this? That's a lot of the problem with the
2: old NES games, isn't it?
0: Shit. Is that, <sighs> that little NES coming out very soon? Should be. It doesn't have a
2: little bit of racking on, so I don't really care.
0: forgot about that. Oh, if... oh there you go. I found the footage. Uh, 1994, I've got footage of me playing Psych the Hedgehog.
2: No. Well, look at you. Here's the thing, though. I kind of feel like I've I, I kind of... Because I don't have nostalgia for pretty much any video games, really. Well if so you've I, seen
0: the things that I've had to say about Sonic06 you realise I don't have it either. Well
2: no but this is it then like you have you have nostalgia for the Sonic as a series and you care about Sonic as a series.
1: No I,
0: I uh, care. those are
1: two different things. Yeah I have, I, no, I have nostalgia for Pokemon but I don't give a shit about it as a series these days
0: yeah, I can go back and play okay, Red fair. and remember good times, but think it's a terrible game whereas I can go back and play Sonic 3 and go, no, this is this seriously mm. still holds up. Alternatively, you could just play X and Y and accidentally think
1: they were
2: Red cuz basically very little has changed. <laughs> but this kind of is it. You six can go back, six back just, generations. But this is it. That you can go back to like Sonic 3 or whatever. And, and the problem is, right, since I kind of started on I kind of went from really basic NES games very quickly to like yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I never had that nice transition between these kind of 2D side-scroller games. Really, and because I never played them as a kid, when I play them now, I just think this isn't very good. I want more depth. If you play
0: Owl Boy, I hear that's I very want another good. dimension.
2: And we're here. Oh.
0: See, for me, it's always my, my main grip of nostalgia has always been the Coaster Tycoon series and games like Theme Park and Theme Hospital and creative building games like Management hmm. Sims, but with a creative bent, of always and always will be my favorite games. But they all hold up? Rollercoaster Tycoons 1 and 2 still hold up and are still fantastic games you can still get a lot out of.
2: You can. Like but it's very hard for me now. to go back to them when the first one of the, those in that series I played, for example, would be Rollercoaster Tycoon 3. It's hard to go back to something when you haven't had that first experience with that initially. Well, I
0: think you could boot up Rollercoaster Tycoon 2 right now and go, yeah, this is this is terrific. Yeah, no, I yeah, did. Sure I made I'm a little sh-
1: series of Rollercoaster Tycoon. It was I'm great I'm sure fun. I could. It was amazing. Sure
2: but it's very hard to make that step when I know Rollercoaster Tycoon 3 first and foremost and
1: they're very different games though 2 and 3 no, they are they're hugely they are. different and not they just are, in like 3 is a, is a natural step up for them too they're completely fundamentally different no I know ethos. they are but
2: obviously obviously moving from a full 3D rendered environment to like an isometric thing is is, is pretty objectively a downgrade in some respects regardless of whether you like it or not it's still a, in a sense a downgrade of dimension and it's very hard well, it's without not a downgrade that.
0: dimension you can still build in 3D you know what I mean. Plus, no, I think in some ways. I genuinely don't. It looks very charming. I think Rotor Coast Tycoon 2 has it aged does.
1: incredibly well. Oh, yeah. It looks charming and nice today. Because it's it, very It does stylish. the right
0: thing. I think it runs before, like, like butter. I mean, nothing yep, runs as well as Rotor Tycoon 2.
2: It's coded in its assembly,
0: isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, by one bloke. Yeah. Uh, three uh, people made Rotor Tycoon? What? Oh. Well, one programmer, one music, and one art. Hmm. Which I think it's very sweet. <laughs> it's just that's yeah. so basic early video gaming. Yeah, no, that's, that's why it runs so well. It's, there's, there's nothing, there's no engine getting in the way. It's just directly talking to your machine. Yeah. Which is it's just, it, levels of genius we don't ever see. That's
2: see again. what. Uh, see, Apple recently released a new a, a metal. Uh-huh. It's for like iOS devices and then the Macs. And it does a similar thing where it is. It's a lot more core. And it's trying to recreate kind of something like assembly. But of course, it's. On systems that people aren't really gaming on, yeah, so it's a bit lost. It's a very good engine from what I've seen, but you know it kind of goes to waste a bit, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't really want to have to be an Apple game developer.
2: I mean, there's a lot of people who obviously they make games for, for just Apple as a side thing from a Windows like load of the, to do it, but it is a shame because I think Apple are trying to push it a bit, and I mean they're trying to push it software wise. But obviously, as we just discussed before, hardware performance-wise for
0: gaming, you're not going
2: to buy a Mac, are you?
0: No. You're not going to go, I want to be, I, I want to play video honest, games. Matt, I can't see a situation where I would buy a Mac. Well, no. But, you know,
2: it, I, no one who's going to be like, I want to be Windows a gamer 10, on the computer. Right,
0: gave you AIDS when you first booted it up, I'd still have to think oh, about it.
2: Starship Titanic's on Steam. What? Really? It just released on Steam. It's... Three pounds fifty.
0: Okay, can I just point out before you rush up and buy it, the good old game version of Starship Titanic does not work on my computer. It just is—it's it's a nightmare of trying to get it working because it runs on ancient, ancient graphics. If it's the if it's the non-upgraded version, I assume it would be even worse. It says it
2: runs on DirectX nine. Uh, I'm
0: unsure. Recommends Windows ten. Recommends minimum, Windows Windows 7. 10? Minimum, minimum Windows seven. Ten,
2: Minimum Windows seven.
0: That's strange. Yeah. That's strange.
2: Related things. Well, uh, apparently Ubisoft are going to be giving away Blood Dragon for free um, for a couple of weeks. That's so grab seven that. years old. Yeah,
0: you should get that. It's quite
2: good. It's a good, good little game. It's a good little game. It's fair. It's, it, I mean, uh, you know, we, we, we discussed before, you know the way that you've said, Dan, that you don't have a top ten game of the year, and we sort of said how, like, this year's not been great for gaming.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of fairly okay
2: games coming out at the end of the year.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what happens every year, though. But there's nothing. I mean, Titanfall Two, I'd be like, yeah, it's great, but the multiplayer is so shite and such a big focus that you know you you have to like right now. This isn't really going to go in your top ten games. No, uh, Civilization Six right now is jostling with Stellaris for being game of the year. Do
2: you know what I my top? You know, six. I've you know what I've got in my top ten games, right? Fucking hang on, let me get it up here. I've got my, my number 10 top 10 game is Giant Machines 2017. Wow. that shows you the quality of that list.
0: That game is not good. Oh, it was good. It was competent. It was competent is how you should describe a presidential candidate, not a video game. Yeah, but that's the thing though, isn't
2: it? Like, I'm giving, um, it's on my top 10 because it's competent. That shows how poor this year has been.
1: Sometimes, just, sometimes a game that's even slightly weird and bad can just be so much fun and brilliant, it can well, end up being great just, anyway. It was just weird, I, think, I, played the whole you know, thing. I might well put my summer car on my top ten, even though it's blatantly broken and basically doesn't work, just because it was brilliant fun.
2: It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like that. Like I really enjoyed just, in Giant Machine 2017, because I got to the end, it was just like, I'm, I'm assembling the space shuttle, and I've got to move it. Oh no, I, can't, I've I must have destroyed the space shuttle at least like 30 times. Just from it falling over. I can't and it was think it. Like it's like that, clean up a nuclear game. waste spill. Like, what do you mean clean up a nuclear waste spill? It's in the way of the space shuttle. What do you mean it's in the way of the space shuttle? I don't know. Yeah. We only have the one guy to do it. What do you mean you going to get the one guy to do it? Oh, just pick up the nuclear waste book. Right, okay, fine. Cut the pipes. What do you mean cut the pipes? Though the nuclear waste is in them. What do you mean the nuclear waste is in them? I don't know. Get back in the thing. Move the space shuttle to the pad. No, I'm busy training the nuclear waste. Ra- oh, weird game. Did like it, though. It was charming.
0: Yeah, I don't know what would be in top 10 games of the year. I mean, Job Simulator would be up there. Yeah, it's like, probably I mean, number look, one. Looking uh, at my short
2: list, I've got sort of like Titanfall two, Hitman, Job Sim. Uh,
0: well, Titanfall two, yeah. Hitman. C- no. Civ six, is it? Civ six, Two K seventeen. Two K seventeen. Alright, Two K seventeen. I've been enjoying building my own sort of little thingies in it. Accounting. Accounting's great. sure. Cluster truck. Cluster truck is fine.
2: Firewatch.
0: And played that. It's fantastic. Thorses.
2: Got forces in there.
0: I played anything.
2: Good game, forces.
0: Uh, it runs really a lot good. worse
2: than it really should. Hmm? <laughs> Tharsis it, it, it runs a lot worse, like, graphically. Than yeah, it actually really, it really
1: does. It really
2: made my machine struggle, which is weird, because it's basically just a 2D dice rolling game. Honestly, I put it on my laptop, because I was intending to play it, like, on a train or something like that. I was like, which well, is a 2D dice rolling game? I assume, I assume if I just turn the graphics... No! No, it no it's <laughs> like... weirdly
1: intensive. It, re- it got reviewed really badly, because a lot of reviewers... I can't think of any nicer way to say it, than a lot of people who reviewed it were too stupid for it.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Which is, a regular complaint was, oh, it's just random number generator, it's just pure luck, so you just get screwed over by luck. It's like, no, no it's not. There is clearly, like, orders of turn order and placement that you, you can take a advantage of to I minimise mean, uh, the role in the game. game. Any, if you think no, it's no, any nothing dice but rolling luck, game. you're an idiot who doesn't understand no, how no, probability works Any, any is dice in rolling game roll.
2: has a lot of element to luck in. and It's not reliant on it, but it is... Obviously, quite an important aspect is luck. I know you can to...
1: if you if you play sensibly, you can mitigate ro- luck by having a lot of like the um the what are they called the save things.
2: The... yeah, but John, right? If I roll like a load of ones and that fucks me over, it's not really like. Well, that's like, why you not, get I... a
1: re-roll or two re-rolls if you're the class that gets the
2: multiple re-rolls. Okay, so let's say I get a bunch of ones and a re-roll, and I get then get three voids and I lose half my dice, and then I get I roll again and then I get killed. How was I supposed to mitigate
0: that?
1: By Doom not
0: going... came out this year. No, very, very Doom. easily. Don't go
1: into a room with multiple voids unless you've got a specialist that's got a way of dealing it, yes. or you can invest your tech tree into protecting yourself against voids. Mm-hmm. Don't go into dangerous rooms unless you've got the appropriate insurance set up against them. Okay,
2: fine. Do- we should start Doom. discussing
1: the minutiae of Tharsis because oh, very few people Doom. have played Tharsis, which is wrong. No, yeah. It's a great game. We probably should discuss big- in-depth tactics of it on the
2: podcast. Tharsis is good. Um, hang on, how much is Tharsis? £10. Yeah, it's ten pounds. That's worth that. Yeah, so it's easily um, worth ten pounds. Doom,
0: uh, Doom. <laughs> See, like uh, last year, I had things like Infiniminer in like twelfth place. Uh, no, Infinite What was it? The, what the fuck? What's that game called? The Factorio. Uh, no, the, the one that's like Factorio. Infiniminer is what Minecraft was based on. Infinite Factory. That's the yeah. one. That that is an amazing game. That's in Like Rocket League was in eleventh place. Last year we had Fallout Four and N Plus Plus and. Uh, no, siege. We had uh what's it? Uh City Skylines. We had Bro Force, we had Prison Architect, we had Kerbal Space Programme. Oh, ah Kerbal. We had uh The Witcher. You know, there's a lot of games that were really good. Like last year's out, like yeah. really good fantastic games. Just uh, like I wouldn't none of the games that came out this year would be in the top six seven eight of last year no this was not a great year. Mean, but we kind of dismissed that because last year was all the big uh like early access games all came out
2: yeah it was it's hard to it's really so compare
0: oh fuck yourselves
2: oh dear i mean um i mean battlefield one came out this year as well that's fairly good uh mm, i don't know a it's, a, it's a lot of games that were sort of going. yes yeah, yeah pretty
0: good it's not. Oh, that was great, you know. It's, it's a bit. Dark Souls Three. Although my review copy got taken off my Steam account, which is anger levels. I was so close to finishing that fucking game.
2: Probably we clarify why that happened? What? I mean, it, it wasn't. It wasn't like they probably. They probably just didn't remove it. It was something. Yeah, else. I don't
0: know why. I've never had that before. It was like this. This code is like probably illegal or like probably downloaded from a third party site. I was like, that's my review code said <laughs> press on it and everything. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, the best game of this year is probably going to be Planet Coaster for me. Hmm. I mean, uh, we, uh, we've got uh, Last Guardian's going to be good. Like, sorry, I'm, I'm, look, I'm looking at my last year's Hopefully, fucking Top yeah. Dead's like, be- Beginners
2: Guide, City Skyland, Bounty Train, Rocket League, Just Cause 3, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, Splatoon, Batman Arkham Knight, Kerbal
0: Space Program, Fallout 4. Like, it's a really, really good set of things. If if Last Guardian is going to of the Colossus, it's going to be up there. Planet Coaster will be up there. I'm not super uh, thinking Dishonored Two is going to push very hard. Have you seen the um, the specs for that? Yeah, they're ridiculously
1: they high. They are very high. Recommended ten GTX 1060. Yeah, that's, that's the first time I've that's the first time I've seen a ten series being listed in the recommended
0: stats. I think that's gonna. Either be incredibly beautiful or incredibly badly ported. I'm really not looking forward to finding out which one it is. Yeah, well, that's oh, like Final Fantasy 15 what? actually, I think, is going to slink up oh. to possibly, if it's as good as that demo, there is a chance that could hit sort of like second place. Ooh, my games of the year. What's coming? What, what is actually coming out in the next two months? Well, oh, Last Guardian, Dishonored 2, Planet Coaster. Anything else aside from that? Final Fantasy 15.
2: So four Uh, games.
0: uh, What? Four games. Yes. Oh, there was the new Deus Ex, but I didn't play very much of it. Uh, Why didn't I play very much of it? It was
1: pretty forgettable, really. really. It was solid but unremarkable.
2: It was just one of those games, like yeah, 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 it's all right. Right? Watch Dogs Two is coming out. Watch
0: Dogs Two. Oh, Watch Dogs Two looks really fun, actually. Watch Dogs Um. Two's most recent trailer just looks like fucking GTA Five.
2: Yeah. Um, oh, Dead Rising 4? Oh, who gives a fuck? (sighs) Who
0: gives
2: a fuck? Oh, I noticed the Watch Dogs 2 PC release is like, again, it's like two weeks later. It's doing what
0: Assassin's Creed Syndicate did. What? It's it's doing what every single Ubisoft game ever made is doing? Why do they do... Why do they delay it by two weeks? Because they do it's such a weird amount of time.
2: Like, I get maybe like 2K17 where like, they basically seem to just delay it by six months. Oh, and they just make oh, the whole thing in that six months. Everyone's oh.
0: now saying Transport Fever's coming out. I've actually uh, got that installed and about to play that. Thought that was uh, already out. Guess not.
2: Pokemon Sun and Moon is coming out. <sighs> uh,
0: you got to catch them uh, all, Dan. got to over- catch them com- all. No, no, you can got catch them all when there's 150. And that's like 80 hours of work. And that's, like, actually having to trade a few things. But now there's 7 billion Cog. of the bastards. We, depending on how many they add this generation, which hasn't been confirmed yet, they might theoretically
1: hit 1,000. We're coming oh up God. on 1,000. So because there were 793, I think, before, and they're just adding a whole bunch. We don't know how many they're adding. So we're coming up to a 1,000
2: Pokemon. You know, sorry, an interesting thing. I, as far as I can tell, Eagle Flight isn't coming out on the Vibe. Why isn't it? Eagle Flight, you know that Ubisoft game a uh, shit it, it like a one you I don't good. care. But no, it is just interesting though, because it says it's releasing on the PSVR like this month, and then next month, or, at like the end of December, it's coming out on the... Oh no, I read it wrong, it is coming out on the five. I thought it said... Fuck, no, I'm an idiot. Leave me alone.
0: Yep. Good bit of news there, good news. 738... Oh wait, hang on. What's the.? Oh, fucking no. Jesus. It's 738 listed and numbered, and then there's like a whole bunch more on Wikipedia.
2: Mafia 3 came out? That's probably going to be.
0: Who gives a fuck? Uh, actually, did it? Did it come out? Did it really come out? Because I'm waiting for it to leave early access before I start playing that thing.
2: Oh! But, but really? Yeah, I know. Nice, nice job. But, the, the witness. Fuck off. Uh. <laughs>
0: I like the game with the crossword puzzles. (laughs) (laughs) The Turing test special edition.
2: Turing test, that was a good one.
0: No, that game fucked me off. Why? That that one puzzle where I couldn't solve it and I had to click on the thing at the top and it was it needed another puzzle in between it to show me that green was a color I could absorb. It's on those think outside the box kind of ones. I was like, I don't want to play anymore. Fuck you. Uh,
2: ReCore came out, which nobody gave a shit about. (laughs) Uh, I forgot that even came out. I didn't even... I forgot that even existed, actually. I think everyone did. Mm -hmm. Mirror's Edge 2 came out this year, didn't it?
0: What? What came out wasn't this thing? I was eating a thing.
2: Mirror's Edge 2.
0: Oh, yeah. Quite Uh. (laughs) quite a lot of misfires this year in the AAA thing.
2: Yeah, a lot of... And again, like, there's no... They haven't done an Assassin's Creed game this year. so That's another that's another big AAA sort of missing.
0: Oh, did Ratchet um, & Clank come out this year? Maybe? No, oh, I don't think so. I thought that was, I thought that was the end of last year. It might have been earlier this year. Well, it might have been a summer Indeed. movie, actually. It was a good game, that was. Uh, I enjoyed that. Star Citizen. Yeah, it's not 2020, mate.
2: Oh, God. Oh, God. I've got a big list of games. Oh,
0: dear. Stardew Valley. Uh, Thanks to it, chat for giving me loads of things like I oh, go. Yeah. Yeah, Hail yeah. Satan. I don't think that's a game. <laughs> oh, sorry. Call of Duty. He's right. Uh...
2: Lego Marvel Avengers came out this year. Oh, that was very good. Uh, it, you know, I actually went and played that and it's literally just like, just random scenes from like all the Avengers movies sort of cut together into this awkward game. So what you're
0: saying is it's just another Lego game.
2: Yeah. Uh, it, it, I'm really sad about the Lego games. They've become really shit.
0: They used to be so good. I quite like Lego Dimensions as a. If it was the only Lego game, it would be better. It kind of removes the other ones. Oh, Grow Up! I I I stopped liking Grow Up as it went on. I really enjoyed it at the start, and then as it went on, I was like, this needs a bit of something. Starbound didn't drag me in as much as I wanted it to. XCOM 2. Again, it's not really.
2: American Truck Simulator.
0: That's about six years from being actually finished, though.
2: Yeah, Unravel. Nobody cared about that. It's
0: just, it's just uh,
2: a thing. Stardew Valley?
0: No, not my thing.
2: Broforce. Broforce came on year. PS4 this year. Uh, Heavy Rain released on PS4 this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Action, Hank, Action Hank released on PS4. Was, oh, I year.
0: fucking love
1: Action Hank. You that yeah, was on awesome. your last year's list. You can't on this year's list. I have it on this year's list. Yeah, this year's no, list. It's just... better than
0: everything came out this year.
2: Yeah, um... <laughs> One. That is, is my amazing. benchmark game. Fuck
0: you! All right, thanks for commenting, but I didn't like it. Do you know why? I don't really uh, care for XCOM. Resident Evil Six. I wanted to play. Chess what? Play chess. Resident Evil Six wasn't come out this year.
2: Oh, PS4 and Xbox One re-released. Oh, fuck oh, off! <laughs> Destroyed. Humans
0: of came out. It this was note. bad
1: enough when it came out
0: the first time. Perhaps
2: there is a huge amount of re-releases. First mention of, of like
0: No Man's Sky in the Twitch chat. Quantum Break. Overwatch. I was playing that today. A Overwatch video.
2: is fun. It's a good game. Ratchet and Clank came out on the 12th of uh,
0: April. Ah, oh, was sort of a thing you released. no, I was playing Overwatch. Uh, or it was weird. It was a version called Padlins, but it's the same thing. And it wouldn't let me yeah. log in anymore. It's just the login button doesn't work. You just click it, it doesn't actually do anything. So that's the end of that. Right? Fuck's sake. What? Uh, it's the same thing. I'm gonna do a video called Overwatch and Battleborn and play padlins, and everyone's gonna be angry. <laughs> but they're the same game, so who cares? Well, on 4 came out. I don't even notice if we uh, didn't mention it.
2: Part four. Ugh. Um, yeah, yes. Just home front the revolution. <laughs> nobody's time mentioned no, time dope. Ignore that. Time splitters
1: two re-release. No, ah. nobody's mentioned inside, which I thought was interesting. Was
0: that one so I mean, good? Yeah, but everyone really like. Loved it vigorously, but it's sort of one of those games that just you forgot immediately. No, no, no! no, no. It's, it's one of those games game where you're thing.
1: supposed to say you loved it vigorously because it's an arty game. So if you didn't love it, you're stupid. Oh, I didn't so you've got to say Ooh, you loved it. it a-
2: a best game of the year, right here, Mighty number nine.
0: <laughs> Shut up, you yeah, anime nerd and prom night. Ah, uh, uh, did the thing. I did the uh, thing.
2: What? Shadow Warrior Two launched this year, and I really didn't like, enjoy it. Good. Shadow Warrior 1 was my game of the year when that came out, and Shadow Warrior 2, I just...
0: Uh. <laughs> farming Simulator 17? I don't think I'm going to have a Farming Simulator video this year. Ooh. Because I played it and it's actually quite competent now. Yeah, I just,
2: they just went, oh, let's put all the money into making it all right. Yeah.
0: I think, they've, they think they haven't understood what people liked about that game. It's like, if you crash into a car, you just stop. <laughs> Although I did crash into a barn door and it flung me the fuck into space, so I was quite happy about that. But most of the rest of it worked fine. You crashed into the a ghost- car and then like the driver got out
1: and you got out and you had to shop insurance details. And then you had to call oh, a tow truck yeah, to get the truck taken to take the shop to have all the dents buffed out.
2: That uh, terrible Ghostbusters game released this year.
1: That looked awful. That <laughs> looked awful. genuinely terrible.
2: Starbound, we've already yeah we mentioned that. Uh, the Batman: The Telltale Series, fucking hate that.
1: Okay, we've just got into bad games now. Why are you even reading out games?
2: I like that the, the fucking Batman the Telltale. What it tell ha- like the the entire like the um uh table it's in the
1: oh yeah. Someone oh. has mentioned Project High Rise. The
2: the the platforms uh, uh, pre- bit of the table has to have been ha- has has had to have been widened for everyone just for that one game because it came out on fucking everything. <laughs> Windows, Mac, PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, Xbox One, iOS, Droid, Android.
0: Project I-Rise was a great game up until the end game, and there just wasn't any. Overcooked. I love Overcooked. That would definitely be my top oh, games of year. That
2: came out. Uh, oh, no months Guy. I could do uh, a top
0: games of year. I mean, I w- there wouldn't be a bad games of the year because I don't really play much things. No. But it's uh, There was. I don't know. I feel like I could just do a top hundred games of all time, and it would be better.
2: Yeah. Uh, maybe just like stick. Maybe just stick like uh, these five games came out this year. They're all right. <laughs>
0: There's some good games this year that I'll stick in it, maybe. Well, Planet Coaster most likely going to go know. in there. Maybe, maybe Every day, countdown to where the they're mention. announcing new features like today, they announced there's going to be speakers you can stick in your park and have speaker sounds. Fuck, Fuck off. Would Fuck you ever put accounting in that list? In the top games the of count- all time? In top 100 games of all time list? No. Shh. Job Simulator, I would. Job Simulator yeah. uh, is definitely...
2: Well, accounting more, f- more feels like a tantalising demo for whatever they're going to make later. Mm. You know.
0: Accounting is a really, really fun little thing. Oh, yeah, no, it's something that it's... I love that VR does, but Job Simulator is accounting for, like, six hours. Yes. Don't Virginia
2: came sure. out this year, that piece of shit. Um, I really didn't like Virginia. I felt really bad about Virginia, because I met the devs at EGX a few years ago, and it looked really good. I was like, oh, and I kept an eye on it for years, and it came out. I was like, oh, just... It's like, do you like walking, and then pressing a single button, and not having to figure out any puzzles in this fucking detective game? <laughs> Speaking so of the detective VR? game? Oh, fuck off.
1: Or <laughs> Batman The Telltale series.
2: Oh, fuck off. Just fuck off. Why, they're fucking ruining Batman games, suddenly now. The Batman really? Telltale
1: series is actually
2: okay, really? just because it's, it's on
1: crack, the, the ridiculous twist. Like if you haven't played episode oh, three, but it's you haven't shit, seen the paper bro, paper, it's it's there's a, a shit stupid game.
2: Stupid twist at the Dude, end. Well, I'm of sure, it. I'm sure it'd be fine as a fucking Batman animated movie, but it's a shit game. No, no, I'd like point like, out, I don't think you could get
0: away with this level of twist in a film. It would just be really too stupid. There was one good Batman game called Arkham Asylum, and that was it. The rest I mean, were all was terrible. I, Arkham Knight and was good, unenjoyable. Arkham Knight.
2: Arkham Knight was very good. Fuck you. Uh. Yeah. uh Shadow Warrior 2 is just there. Just a blip between a lot of PlayStation VR titles. Uh, (laughs) uh, Fucking Disney Magical World 2 for the 3DS. Have you you run out of games?
1: It's just uh, just October
2: now. The worst time. Battlefield 1, Civ 6. Mad Mad Max? Oh, a Mac and Linux release of the the Mad Max 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 game. Yeah, Yeah, but it released for Mac and Linux. Um... Dragon Ball Z Universe 2.
0: haven't played it yet, but I don't really feel the need to uh, have a go at it. Really. I mean, I loved 1. I didn't, it's, 1 was fun. 1 was a really fun game. It had loads of multiplayer stuff I just didn't touch, but it had a solid single player that was enjoyable, and then I kind of finished it, and I walked away from it. I don't see what 2 could really add, because it's the same sort of style, and it doesn't come into an ear my love of Budokai 3, which is the best Dragon Ball Z game.
2: Um... Yeah, that's about it. Then the ones that haven't released yet, that's about it.
0: It's not a great. There's no
2: no games that like, these are games old in like you know like a few years time. I just won't ever remember. Yeah, you know it's a very competent game. You know, it's just Timefall Two. You know what? I think I will because Timefall Two's got such a good. It's it's a good campaign in the same way I like John Wick as a film. Yeah, you know it is just a fucking really solidly made thing, but it's not a cult classic in any way.
0: Maybe it will be. It's not saving any fucking copies.
2: (laughs) You know what? I'd love if they just went. You know what? We're gonna half the price. Gonna get rid of the multiplayer. Here it is.
0: If they sold Mm. the single player and multiplayer separately, Mm. that would have been super interesting thing to do. Yeah, would have. I, I wonder if they would have made more money if they'd done that. Well, because totally, like, I, I, I say, like, a lot of people, I'm,
2: I'm sure, you know, we recommend it, but a lot of people who are going, yeah, I believe you, that Singapore is interesting, but I'm not going to spend £50 something six hours because I don't have the money. Yeah. But I imagine a lot of those people would have been willing to spend £20 oh, yeah. on that. Like, £20, that's incredibly reasonable. Because, I mean, what, it, it's... Again, more to the cinema thing, you know, you pay £10 for, like, a two-hour film. That you get the same... Like, I, I, it, it, it does remind me a bit more of a film... In it's pacing,
0: yeah, because it's well you know. paced,
2: yeah. So if you pay 10 hours, 10 pounds for a two hour film, you know, 20 25 pounds for a six hour film is pretty reasonable. <laughs> Five hour film, you know, yeah, All right. Anyway, Basically,
0: else? games weren't great this year, no,
2: a no. bit sad now.
0: Was there any gaming news to cover this, in this thing, John? You have you have you've have word scribbled on a I was quite it's amused that though that, of
1: course, we do have confirmation that uh, Steam is looking to modify its store policy so you can only use actual screenshots for <laughs> yeah. uh, your pictures on Steam. So basically, No Man's Sky has been such a disaster, it's now basically encouraged Valve to make a change to its entire policy on games, on all but games. are they going to police
0: this or are they going to hope that other people flag it?
1: Well, it's Valve, so probably they're just not going to bother. They're just going to say it's the rule and then potentially well, no, enforce I, it later it, if it becomes a problem.
0: Surely, d- does
2: it not, when you put a game on Steam, does it not go through someone at Valve who has to press an accept button? Or does it just get put on? Maybe once upon a time. Because I feel like there must be someone who, who just just checks to see if it doesn't just say, like, cunt, fuck, you know, N-word, N-word, N-word. You know, It must there must be someone who checks that. N-word, N-word, N-word,
0: N-word the game.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Surely there must be someone who just, just who clicks an accept button, just, you know, not in, no full moderation, just to make sure, you know, it's what it says. It's not like, you know, virus.executable.
0: Here's the thing, how do you define a screenshot? Like, like say for instance, the Elder Souls uh, Skyrim Magic Super Shiny Ultra Giga Edition just has loads of pictures of foliage, no UI elements, nothing like that. Do you need, like, actual what the players are going to see? My understanding I is it just that, means think... it needs to be either a screen. It's actually a screenshot of actual like
1: in-game engine rendered something. You're not allowed to just have like pre-rendered cutscenes, for example.
2: Uh, yeah, a lot of Ubisoft games have that kind of pre-rendered like art style, you know. Hmm. Like, I, I, like, I, I mean, would you know if you take a screenshot like using like this inbuilt screenshot feature where you move the camera about? Does that count? I don't oh, think there's, I'm would,
1: not sure there's much detail on this yet. I think this is still being discussed. But I like think that it, is, it just amuses me because it's yet another way where No Man's Sky was so bad, the repercussions are being felt across the industry.
0: No, no Man's oh, Sky was Oh, that fucking was a No hack. Man's Sky tweet.
1: Yeah, that's a, oh. that was news. Oh, yeah, No Man's Sky was a mistake, which ironically oh, is the only, only true thing that account has ever tweeted no. and <laughs> the only one that's ever been no. taken down to. What's
2: interesting about that, right, is the person who hacked the Twitter also hacked their email and emailed Polygon saying it was legitimate. Yeah, which was hilarious. And then Polygon reported that it was legitimate, not thinking, oh, it's awfully suspicious that they tw- they just email that. You know, that's a weird thing to email. Like, Why? Okay. <laughs> they didn't even source check. And then when it came out that it wasn't true, they didn't change the headline. They just added a tiny fucking update at the bottom. Mm. And it's a fuck off, fuck off, fuck off. Fuck off, games journalist.
0: Yeah, I think what they're doing is they're going completely silent. So when they go, "Hey, we've got a big update," they'll um be praised and loved. They by must the be community. doing. Yeah, they 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 must be doing something.
1: Well, no. Did you notice that just after um it all settled down, um Sean Murray retweeted Hello Games specifically saying "100 not hacked anymore." Obviously, those mails in that tweet were fake. Back to work. It's like back to work doing what? We yeah, haven't yeah, heard you from know, you for months. It, we were starting to get worried. There's been no patches, no communication, no updates. What are you doing? What did they be doing? I mean, he did, they did tweet something. a bunch of, like, bicep-flexing emojis after back to work. just maybe they're all saying back to work in the
2: gym because we can't be asked on. to try and polish this turd anymore. On August 18th, Sean Murray tweeted, We're totally focused on customer support right now. Then we'll move on to improving and adding features into the game. So I'm assuming that's what they're doing. Also, there's a lot of pictures of the Collector's Edition ship. That was, oh my god, you must feel like a twat. But after that point, no they Sky, didn't
1: actually bother to update anything <sighs> for, th- you know, three months plus at this point. You know, when the traditional thing would be developers having, say, like, a weekly dev diary, talking about what they're doing and where it's going.
2: Maybe they, maybe they are just going to release a huge overhaul. And just be
1: like, yeah, yeah, yeah. At this point, like, I almost want No Man's Sky to succeed. I want them to, after a year of being silent announce they're completely relaunching it and just release a pretty good game. I think they could make a huge amount of PR if they just, like, after a year's science, they just said, we're relaunching this from nothing, and it's going to be good now. They have I think they'd get a update huge from...
2: amount of press from that. Okay, they've got a development update from September 2nd. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been listening carefully. Here's what we've been busy with. in The recent release: Community support, right? Support issues. Okay. Released a bunch of patches. We've written a patch notes for those patches. Great. <laughs> uh, it's a labour of love, and this is just the beginning. Great.
0: Yeah, they at its peak, there's about 500 people playing every day. Yeah, it's PC. appalling right now. I think it is one of those... When it came out, 200,000 right, people were playing it. The thing is, though,
2: right, it's a game that if it wasn't so overhyped, it would have just came out and it would uh, You know, it would have been just bypassed and looked over. It's not that it's a particularly offensive game in, in its design. It's not a good game by any stretch of the imagination, but you know, there's nothing particularly offensive about it. It's not like a fucking... one of those shit simulators or anything. It, it would just pass by unnoticed, really. Yeah, but
1: they but they brought
0: it on themselves because if you did. set
1: you have a responsibility to set expectations accordingly. Yeah,
0: that's why I would say when it comes to my games, expect fucking nothing, and you'd be pleasantly surprised. If I go and if I just go and announce that I'm about to release a cooking simulator, and
1: I release a racing game, even if it's quite a good racing game, some people are going to be confused and disappointed because it's not a cooking simulator. And the fact it's, is, he did lie, didn't he? He did. Uh, uh, yeah, it's not even just misleading. There were actively. Lies where they said these things are going to be in the game, and if they were planning to, but then they had to take the max of time constraints, they never said that. No, yeah, at that's,
2: that's it. Yeah,
1: there was overt. At absolute best, it is lying through omission. Absolute yeah. worst, it was deception.
2: And it's a sh- it is kind of a shame because Hello games, you um, know, Joe Danger work the Joe Danger games are pretty good. They're not bad game developers by any stretch of the imagination. You know, it's just. They over-promised, and they over-marketed, and it was just a big fucking mess. Really? Mm. <laughs> big fucking mess. Oh, No Man's Sky. God, I mean, seriously, if you bought... I'm sorry, the Collector's Edition people. Mm. you got a ship that reminds you of No Man's Sky, just there. <laughs> so... Yeah. Not In news that even. might
1: interest a small number of people, we have a vague concept of the idea of Mass Effect Andromeda, thanks to the most recent trailer. Uh-huh. which is it has clearly stated that it's going to be happening 600 years in the future, but we don't know whether that means 600 years from our time or 600 years from the events of Mass Effect. In either case, it will be significantly after the events of the existing franchise because Mass Effect uh, 1, 2, and 3 were all set in the late 22nd century. So that will put it at the earliest in the 26th century and latest in the 28th. Actually, so the events it's, it's are...
0: 600 years later from the year 1600. Because there's a flashback to 1600. That's that's not, it's
1: unlikely, but we can't rule it out yet. (laughs) In either case, it's very likely to be significantly in the future from Mass Effect, but none of the events of Mass Effect would be referenced because the ship apparently set off before Mass Effect 3, so they don't know how the whole Reaper thing ended up. They were basically just, you know what, good luck with the Reapers, peace out, we're off to Andromeda. Like, let us know how it goes. So it doesn't matter what choice you made at the end because we don't know. I mean, in some ways it should matter, because whether or not Commander Shepard is personally flying around inside the body of all of the Reapers feels like that's quite a significant thing for the universe.
0: Yeah. You'd want to know if your next-door neighbour happened to get taken over by an evil alien race that killed everything.
1: Mm. Well, to be honest, you'd be more worried uh, if you were reporting. So I just feel like, you know, the giant... The Reapers would descend upon the whatever world the West Underland News is on and just be like, Oh, I've had enough of your disingenuous assertions.
2: <laughs> I'm pretty. That, um, was,
1: that was the uh, Daily Mail being smashed by
2: Shepard Reaper. There, I'm it. feeling pretty like confident for, for Mass Effect Joe as well because EA seems to be making some decent, publishing some decent games. They're
0: putting a lot of effort game. into single player, which is something I'm never, ever, ever going to frown at. Yeah, I mean. You know, uh, whether
2: or not, uh, you know, Titanfall 2's got excellent single player, Battlefield 1's, even if it's not great, it's significantly better than a lot of the other Battlefield ones. Oh, God, it's um, miles ahead of that. It. It's not yeah, the
0: average, more, but it's still miles ahead of anything they've, they've done. They've put a
2: lot more effort into it than ever. So it, it uh, seems to be moving in the right direction, you know, the multiplayer stuff, it seems to be a bit less.
0: I want the people yeah, who worked on Titanfall 2's multiplayer to work on Star Wars Battlefront 2's multiplayer. That's mm. uh, single player, sorry. I want the single player people to work on the single player. I want a really good single-player in Star Wars Battlefront 2, which is announced as really well. good.
1: And I'm not sure anyone's game, even like... mentioned Mass Effect Andromeda multiplayer yet, which means I'm hoping it's flipping gone after Wait. Mass Effect 3's mess. I'm hoping multiplayer's just gone out of Andromeda. Mass Effect
2: 3 had multiplayer? Huh? Mass Effect 3 had multiplayer?
1: It did have multiplayer,
0: yes. It had single-player pay-to-win due to its multiplayer where you could put real money in, and the multiplayer affected the single-player, and I said, this is the start of single-player pay-to-win. What, 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 what was the multiplayer? What did you
1: do? Shot things. You went round to like little crappy maps on the edge of the world, and then basically, you, just, you basically it was like playing Call of Duty. You played Call of Duty against waves of enemies that just spawned in, like waves of Cerberus soldiers. So it co-op. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, it was. It was. It was co-op human teams versus waves of AI. That's
2: probably pretty shit, Sam.
1: And that just gave you bonus war score for the mm. campaign. So it actually was multiplayer online, pay-to-win stuff that genuinely could have a negative effect on your single-player experience and ending. Great. And you had to play a certain
0: amount of it to get the best ending in the game.
2: Well, this is... Don't notice how, like, they tried the single-player deal, like, uh, microtransactions transaction things. They tried it with, um... Was it Dead Space as well? And Battlefield 1 and Titanfall 2? Nothing. Like, it's gone. As far as I can tell. Like,
0: well, they've got... I can't even... I believe they've got drops and paid for things. They always do.
2: Yeah, but they have dropped, so they don't have the full-on microtransactions transactions like they did. They seem to be pulling it back a bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Titanfall- forget, uh, you see, the problem with Titanfall 2 is that they've not even got DLC or season passes or anything for it. Titanfall 2 is an anomaly because they know it's going to be an absolute fucking failure. Oh. Which is a shame. It is a shame, but it's their own fucking fault for putting it a week it after is. Battlefield 1 and a week before Call of Duty. And this is kind of,
2: I, th- I think, why I kind of... You know, we always say, you know, you vote with your wallet, Right. And you know, it's. I think it's important, right, for a game like that to vote with your wallet and go. This is what we want from games, mm-hmm. you know, rather than pi- buying into the shit. And, and you know, because obviously, if you don't buy into microtransactions and you do buy into the good single player experiences, they're gonna have. They're gonna be like, okay, well, that's where the money is. And I, and I think it's important to buy into that, but at the same time, obviously, it. it I mean. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> I I, it's hard to justify because I mean, you you were complaining on Twitter, weren't you, about how you know we should reward video game. You were saying they we shouldn't reward video game developers for making a competent game. Yeah, so so you should, anyway.
0: our games use the words reward. We should reward them for making a game that wasn't shit.
2: Yeah, like we shouldn't reward them, but it's
0: about the same You should encourage you should just them to buy make... good games.
2: Yeah, you shouldn't. Buy you should be games. thinking,
0: oh, this will help the developer. You don't. We're so fucking Stockholm syndrome in this industry, it's ridiculous you should be hmm. just going hey let's just buy good games and timefall 2 is a good game unfortunately good game. it was released at such a shitty time that i mean the multiplayer will be the focus cuz it was the focus of the first game the, the it's already sold like it's sold uh, it's actually the ea shares dropped even though battlefield is going to sell about 2 million above expectations timefall is going to sell about wow. 4 or 5 million under expectations oh. so EA it's badly
2: marketed not,
0: it's not badly marketed i mean it's it's not really for anyone if it had come out of march if it had been pushed back till March, then it would have been absolutely fine. I think but it's it, for everyone. Who who doesn't like giant, stompy robots? That's, well, that's that's a game that's for everyone right there. If you want Call of Duty, then you're going to play Call of Duty. And most of the people who play Call of Duty aren't people who pay attention to games blogs and things. They just see TV advertising and go, oh, isn't new Call of Duty? Or they walk in a game and see it.
2: I mean, the thing is, like, Time for One, it was a launch title for the Xbox One, wasn't it? It was a big push, big marketing push for Time for One. <laughs> and obviously it was all based on the multiplayer and in I don't this the
0: title
2: it was one of the ones that was in all the fucking advertisements
0: oh it's, it's no
2: yeah no it was in all the advertisements I just think you remember like it was mm. might be wrong, but I swear I remember it was in a lot of Xbox one adverts like you know in real live action shit you know 2014
0: And um, came on Xbox 360
2: I swear it was one of the launch title it wasn't an uh, exclusive but I swear it was a launch one.
0: I don't believe so. It came out March the 11th, 2014.
2: Yeah, a year after the Xbox One.
0: Yeah.
2: Huh. Well, it was in it was in advertisements all the same. It was one of the pushed ones, as far as I remember. Yeah, but, actually, um, this
0: will be coming soon, but it wasn't a launch title.
2: Actually, the, one of the first things that came up when a such title two was... Uh, he, <laughs> EA is absolutely wrong. Battlefield 1 absolutely helped trample Titanfall 2.
0: Oh, yeah. It, t- Battlefield 1's multiplayer is is so much more forgiving to new players that they'll stick around. And it's mm. a lot easier to advertise, and they have been advertising it a lot more. So people who don't really pay much attention are either going to get Battlefield or Call of Duty. People who do pay attention will see that Titanfall 2 has a great single player, but Battlefield 1 is the better multiplayer. It's got, it's well, got really no at- audience. I mean, it's made by the Call of Duty people who you are the ex Call of Duty people, and it's it's literally just another Call of Duty. So if you actually know but what's this, going on, you just go This is the weird play. thing
2: though, isn't it? Because I, even though I work in the games industry, didn't even realise Titanfall 2 had a single player.
0: Well, the first Titanfall didn't.
2: Exactly. So if I don't know, how the fuck is anyone else going to know? Yeah. Like, it, like, I'm in the know about this shit, and I didn't know. If it's someone who's just a casual player, they're not going to... And that's the good thing, and they're not marketing that the, that's the good thing. I'm assured, should, because the multiplayer's gonna die out within, you know, a month, and it's no one's gonna buy it. You need to push the single-player, yeah? For fuck's sake.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've already installed it. I've, I've I've finished it twice. I'm done. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and it's gone now. They're all shame. But it's. <sighs> yeah, it's a. Th- it's it's not a good multiplayer that's fun. It's not fun. I castle mean, castle. Battlefield One is incredible fun. And you get a semi-decent single player with it for the price. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. Single player, it's fine. Battlefield <laughs> 2 single player is amazing, but, I mean, it's very it's a large amount of money. I mean, although, if I had to buy one, after playing them, if I had to put my money down, I wouldn't know which one to go for, because I really do enjoy both the multiplayer Battlefield 1 and the single player. I mean,
2: it's hard, because Battlefield 1, you get more time for your money. I but think better, Battlefield 1,
0: you get more... Uh, spectacle. I mean, in Time yeah. Fall 2, it's all very nicely built and done, and there's some very interesting mechanics, and there's wonderful, wonderful moments, but it's those dynamic bits of spectacle that make multiplayer games, and every Battlefield match has one. Whether it's the big Zeppelin coming crashing down onto the map, or... and then
1: beginning to spin rapidly, and spewing <laughs> out fire in every direction. That is a magical thing. You
0: know, like when, we, when we were playing on a stream
2: last night, it was like, you know, we were playing on a map where they had that big gun. We lost that big gun. There was this fucking huge battle for the gun. When we lost the gun, they were able to bomb us with the gun. Yeah. And then we had that fucking massive ship, and we were bombing, and they were trying to defend. Like, it's just, you're nice. Yeah, there's and so get... many
0: moving pieces. It's a multiplayer where every battle will be different. It's not like just Call of Duty three lanes. You know kind of what strategies to use and stuff.
2: And it is that in that you do get, you're going to be able to play more. Yeah. Battlefield 1 time-wise than Titanfall 2 but obviously I think the quality of Titanfall 2 single player is so superb that you're getting better quality time not that Battlefield 1 is not good quality time but you know I think, I think Titanfall 2 is such a good thing to play and such a good thing to experience and have there in your brain
0: yeah it's like Titanfall 2 is like a meal at a fancy restaurant cooked by a Michelin star chef and Battlefield 1 is a big 64 pack of chili Doritos because <laughs> I fucking love chili Doritos, and that will last me longer. But it's not quite a fancy meal. But it's definitely like sometimes I can't just want chili Doritos.
2: And I, I quite like I think I think I like the for too because I, I sort of like use the thing. It it is like eating a nice meal, and you don't feel full afterwards, but you feel content.
0: Yeah, you feel like you feel that was enough. That was
2: just the right amount. I mean, you would like you kind of you sat there going, mm, my palate would like some more of that. But you know, what? you don't need more. Yeah, yeah, It's that kind of thing. Yeah, about yeah, Battlefield One is just. Like food isn't it
0: yeah it's good moorish multiplayer and i'm not a big multiplayer fan but it is uh, because it's got so many moving elements because it's got like i mean we only play really conquest but because it's got those like six or seven different capture points and depending on who owns what you actually have completely varied in different um ways like how the battle plays out and who gets what at what times and what vehicles are in play and where the vehicles are on the map and are you losing massively? Are you going to get your big destroyer thing? And have they uh, decided, like, is there a squad that's working really well together? There's so many dynamics and variables. I don't think you'd, you're never going to get, like, a professional scene of Battlefield. And I hmm. think that's what really attracts it to me. I can see, like, esports being in Titanfall. Like, I don't know, that's the sort of game that I have no interest in, because it's sort of the game that, like, you can actually, like, be really good at. Whereas Battlefield, I think the thing you get best at is reacting to situations.
2: Hmm. Well, cause I don't. I, I don't like multiplayer games where it's all about how fast can you aim and how accurately you can aim. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, like Battlefield One, because the map's so big, it's all about placement. Like, like <laughs> if I'm on a one-on-one battle with someone with assault rifles, they'll most likely win. But if I see that they've taken a base, but they're only defending it from one direction, and I can get myself around there, hmm. I can pick a few people off, which would then yeah. let the people who are charging at it as like me, they will get through eventually. And and you like Six- I feel like as much as I'm a small cog in the big war machine, I can actually make a big difference.
2: Well, that's it. But it's something like in Rainbow Six Siege, where it is the, the smaller, concentrated 5v5 small, small maps. It's kind of about placement in that sense, but it's about stealth and tactic and being very, very careful. Yeah. Knowing what you're doing and planning, and you know, it's it's beautiful in how in how it works. And it isn't about. You're aiming, you know, I've never I'm not good at aiming, but I I'm quite capable of the moment sixties because I can plan.
0: Yeah.
2: And I can I can get good intel and I can But everyone play can with my... plan
0: as well. So you're constantly you're having to think a few steps yeah, around people. It's balanced.
2: It's balanced. It's balanced. We, and you have we to... only had
0: one match that was a whitewash and that's because the teams were massively unbalanced.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Like
0: Sixteen on eight. Whereas every other match we had matches that were within like 15, 20 points. John. Yes. Hello. You there? You're right. Yep. <laughs>
2: Frankly move your my back. No, yeah, just 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 jump chatting to the chat about Hitman. Are oh, we talking about Hitman in the chat, for fuck's sake? Oh my god.
0: Anyway, we should wrap this up oh. now. We've been going on for a while. Wait, we've got we've got one bit of fuck um fuck Ubisoft news. Oh play the music.
1: Okay. Uh, fuck, I've got ai I told you to have the music ready! No, you, didn't, yes, didn't you did. Yes, I did. When did you tell me that? That's I put it in the music. chat. I put it in the, in the team speak thing. Man, can oh, you please have the fucking on army news music Why don't ready? Why do you not look at that? I don't look at that. Why do you not look at that? That's the way we communicate with each other during the cocking podcast. But it's over there
2: on my other screen. Even it's I I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. Was it too hard to turn your cocking head? Was it because all your hair was in the way? I've got four monitors, mate. It's all over. There. It's all over there. It's out my peripheral vision. Fuck you. Just Fuck get, get you, the John. fucking music. Fucking, 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 fucking... Sorry, would you like me to DM you on Twitter next time? Would that be better? Oh, my fucking mouse on my Mac's dead, so I can't... <laughs> uh, okay, okay, fine. I'll play. Look, there we go. It's playing. <laughs> Jim Stone doesn't have to put up with this bullshit. Fuck off. It's fucking... <laughs>
1: it, there we go. So Watch Dogs 2, which does look good, has, however, announced, of course, it has a season pass. <laughs> it's not <still> going... <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> fucking professional. Uh, Jesus, fucking Watch Dogs goodness. 2 has a season pass, which is going to cost £30 and doesn't really conti- to actually seem to contain anything. Uh-huh. Um, it's going to give you five missions, some skins, and some extra co-op stuff. That doesn't sound like a lot. No, it does not sound like th- even close to £30 worth. And that's, that's literally all they're promising. Five missions, some skins, and some extra co-op things. But the co-op things are really fuzzy, and we don't know what they are. So that's, that's pretty shit.
2: Yes! We're not- Yeah. That's so all yeah, was, Watch Dogs
1: yeah. 2 looks good, but probably don't buy the season pass or anything like that. Just buy the base it, game.
2: Yeah, but no, uh, it's going to be a Ubisoft game. It's going to be like, oh, I've got all this open world stuff you can do, and you got to do, do it. So, this is boring. I don't think so. Yeah, but this time you've got a drone.
0: Yeah. Right? And you can explore things. You don't have to climb towers. or. There's no towers. Yes.
1: No towers we've been hashtag, promised.
0: Hashtag no towers. Yeah, you know, the towers were never the problem. It was
1: it was just a symptom of the problem. Well, there exactly. well, it got a bit ridiculous sometimes. I mean, like in Far Cry Prime, when you had to climb the Tower of Mammoths stacked on top of well, each understand. other, that was I'm ridiculous. Not,
2: I'm not, yeah, I'm not I'm not saying towers are good. I'm just saying
0: no, no, I'm not playing that some... for
2: Far Cry Prime. I want to know if that's a joke or a real
1: thing. <laughs> that is a joke. That was, not, that was my prediction for how they were going to do towers, <laughs> that you'd have to climb literally like six mammoths stacked on top of it, each part other. Because we probably
0: went, that's real. They the other probably we went, really? And i was like, I don't which know. Actually I don't would have know. Been,
1: which would have been brilliant, because the, like, they could have been swatting at you with their trunks and trying to knock you off the tower of mammoths. And you had to, you'd you have to keep the mammoths calm, because if they panicked, they'd all fall off and they'd just be a pile of dead mammoths. You'd have to wait for a new mammoth tower to come on, like the next day, <laughs> to try and climb it again. Why the fuck haven't Ubisoft done this? This is better than, the, this is better than no towers. This would be the away. best it tower i have like ever done. With mammoths. I like that. Yeah. Well, completely... ta- you've actually got to keep the tower calm. It's like kind of like playing Shadows of the Colossus, except with like six colossi stacked on top of each other, and you've got to keep <laughs> them all calm, or they'll panic and freak out and kill each other. Jesus.
0: How are they getting that position? Of, you know, I don't want to question it anymore.
1: That um, would actually be quite good. Like you, have, what you have to do is like the objective is to get to a thing really high in the sky. And the only way you can do it is if you have got to convince a bunch of colossi to be stacked on top of each other. But if any of them panic, it'll mess up the whole town. You have to start again.
0: Sounds like a good plan.
1: Yeah, that I'm that sounds like a, that that sounds like a great Shadow of the Colossus two or possibly three. I can't remember if it had a sequel in the first place. It didn't. It, it didn't. Did,
0: why did you think it would have? A, have you not play Get out. Yeah. I just assumed I said get it out. out I shoot it would I'm sorry Matt in the stream he's sickened me. me I've not I've played it either he also... All
2: right, there he goes
1: well that was goodnight everybody that, that was down right there so
3: how about that water table in Norfolk eh okay? oh John don't get me started